You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, LuchaCentral.com presents Masks, Mats, and Mayhem. Hey, Meef, salute your flag. God save the Queen. Welcome to another edition of Mass Mats and Mayhem. I am your host, the Outlaw LA Red. You can find me on social media at Justin Harvey75. You, in fact, can find the entire show on social media at MMM Show75. I'm joined as usual, as per normal, by at Byron Fever up top, right up there. My buddy over there at Professor Casey, the Lucha Gringo. The original one, in my opinion, and um, oh. the only one in mine. That guy, uh, Meefloaf. Hey, oh, uh, oh. Meefloaf. Oh. We have a problem. We yes, have a problem. Kohai. Listen, um, Kohai, young boy. Is this the Irish? No, we'll listen. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> our, no. our numbers have been steadily declining in Ireland, but in in Australia, I was going through our statistics, and it appears that we've had a slight drop off in our viewership oh, no. in the. Uh, the land down under, the land Justin, of Justin, bro, it's okay. I'll fix it. Because okay. Fix oh, it no, oh, I was going to say, I, I was going to start with an, uh, an apology. No, you won't. Uh, to Australian viewers. Oh, it's Lord. okay. I just I, to... Hold on. Let's please, let Casey talk I first, promise, and then I'll let you I promise to make up for it, because I'm going to do a shoey right now on the air. Right just like me oh, God. Well, let me apologize first mm-hmm. before we make it worse, then. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Meef is going to apologize, Byron. Yeah. yeah, he's giving him the one. He's giving him the so, one. It's come to my attention <laughs> that the Australians were not pleased no. with my uh, no. remarks over the last few weeks. <sighs> Cuban. That's T. English. <laughs> um, Way to have a cuppa in the middle of your apology. Um, I just thought I'd read a list of famous Australian people. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, let's. Oh, I'm reading it. It doesn't exist. Wow! <laughs> oh. no, no, I kid, I kid, I kid. I'll give you the top ten. So, Sir Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. Sir Edmund Hillary, Dame mm-hmm. Kiri T. Kanawa, Sir Ernest Rutherford, Neil Finn, Steve Adams, Flight of the Concords. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. for sure. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's the whole list. What about the bushwhackers? No, that, yeah. they're, they're all from New, that's all people from New Zealand. Well, you so don't the bushwhackers. That. Isn't Hugh Jackman Yay! from Australia? Yeah, Hugh Jackman. I mean, uh, he was Look, Wolverine. I was, Bro, mm-hmm. and I fucking hate the Marvel films. Did you see so. Swordfish? I, I, I've seen Swordfish. Well, well, the only reason people watch Swordfish. swordfish. Yeah. There's so many Wolverine movies, me. One of them has to no. be outstanding to you. You know, Halle Berry's no. from Bedford, which is right outside of Cleveland. Okay, so let's talk oh, about the Wolverine films. One of them had the shittest saber tooth and gambit in the same mm-hmm. film. In one the same them, film. One of them had one of them was bo- one of them had Wolverine fighting ninjas, and I fell asleep. To Wolverine <laughs> fighting ninjas. That's how much the movie fucking sucked. But the last one was good. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But last you know, one was so a Eastwood uh, movie. Didn't watch it. It was, it was a cinematic apology, is what it was. All right. Do I have to watch uh Meef drink his cuppa on a single shot the whole time, Byron, or can I get to Casey? That's now? 
Cubone, the hardest motherfucking Pokemon. Casey, so you know. <laughs> Casey's gonna do. Is um, your thing, are you done, Meef? Mm-hmm. Wait, but you know, Hall I apologize to Australians. Jesus Christ, Hall Lucha. So there's is this thing that Americans don't understand. What's it's, that, Meef? It's like having banter and sporting rivalry. Bats. See, we don't nuclear bomb countries we have a disagreement with. Pussies. We don't. Bomb and also, when we hold a world world of something of a sport, we don't hold it just in our own country. Well, what? Um, but I mean, world, the world's world, always world, watching world us. of sport pro wrestling was only in England. But it, but it had the Kendo Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, got, you guys didn't even have. Okay, yeah, you guys did have the best Kendo Nagasaki. We had a different one. Um, okay, Byron, where's my one? God oh, fucking okay. damn it! I thought, yeah, I thought Casey was gonna do his shoey. All right, all, for those just catching up. For those all just catching up, I did a vodka shoey from a generous Nike shoe uh, a few weeks back. And then Byron followed us up with a gin chewy from a skate. Vagina. Uh, Meefloaf contributed a non-chewy of Foster's two from two or three or seven pints of Foster's, which seemed to have, have no effect on him. Um, I don't know why that is. And now it is uh, Casey has been nominated this week for Shoey, completing the quadfecta of Shoeys here on the MMM show. See, I feel like the audience might be a little confused because the I happiness am. of the, the happiness of the audience means absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> uh, but I do want to say that I did right. see this right here, fucking sunshine and happiness right here. I brought it for you because to follow me sleep. First of all, I'm not drinking out of a shoe because first of all, my shoes are collector's items. Second of all, I'm a size 13. Byron, Byron may a have a shoe. shot glass full of shoe here because he's got a little tiny weenie, but this is me guaranteeing he doesn't make this like some social media minute, but um, what the fuck? no, I'll just leave it out. I'm following Meef's lead. Oh, look, it's Foster's, <laughs> Foster's Freeze, baby. Oh, wait. So you're doing a Foster's Shoey too from a cup. I get it. <laughs> Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, 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 oi. That looks delicious. Is, is your yeah. brain frozen yet? We may not get much out of Casey because yeah, rub it, rub it, rub it. It's okay. It's okay. Heating pad. Somebody get Casey a heating pad. Heating pad. Lick the roof of your mouth. You've got to lick the roof of your mouth. Lick the roof of your mouth. Meep will help you out. Ew. Yeah, Meep, give me an assist. Give me, give me some help, young boy. <laughs> young boy. I'll rub it with my bell end. Meath, while you were... Oh, man. You don't need to make it vulgar. <laughs> Casey, do another, do another. Do another chug while you're on the one. We'll count. Whoa, cousin Butch. All right. Oh, oh my God. Two, three. Why is four, this Adam's two, after five, doing two, that two, thing? Two, 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 two. I used to giggling like that. Oh, your eyes are look frozen. You're like sub-zero here. Now say something nice to Australia. Yahoo Serious was a genius. <laughs> okay. Wow. Great. Yahoo right. well Serious was a genius. Hey, um, you know, you know, Byron, while we're since this is the Casey show, um, mm. you might as well just leave the one on me because I have some stuff. I have oh, some shit. Talk to me. I told you Casey you could have the first segment. Let him have the segment. Yeah. We need to talk um, to Eve about him being our young boy and how we okay. need more young boys. 
Yes, you were a little late for the show today, Meef. And when we talk to our young boys, we say you're either early or late. We don't want to have to have you killed like we had Jim Velasco completely removed from this planet. That's wow. true. They even find him right now. They even put him on a memorial in Falcon and the Winter Soldier because he's so dead to us. Yeah. You can look that up, but don't do it. But don't. You should do it. No, that show, that show rules, dude. Mm. I haven't seen the second episode yet, but the first one was uh, pretty good. I haven't seen any of them. We are looking looking for more young boys. And when we say young boys, I bet you are young boys. Where the abuse is emotional and physical. We're not talking about Florida wrestling young boys. Or Terry Garvin. No, no Terry Garvin, Mel Phillips stuff. No, no. No. We're not going to fuck your feet. We're not going to fuck your feet. If you think you have what it takes, you can come wash the mats at our dojo and be a young boy for the masks, mats, and mayhem. Oh, and you got to pop our steroid Me back just in the shower. Nothing to do with this. Oh, no, I'm, I'm completely in agreement with them, Beef Loaf. I need someone to oh, carry oh. my bags for sure. Right. I mean, I'm traveling all the time and I'm you making didn't... towns constantly and, uh, you know, carrying yeah. my own bags is not acceptable. I have, in the, in the, I have achieved the, a status. Because... I have actually held in my hand, the trio's title of Lucha Underground, so I think I deserve someone to carry my bags. And honestly, our our AAPs aren't going to shave themselves. Yeah, man, we got to be TV ready. So Yeah, we don't have any, like, ball shaver sponsors anymore, so I need uh, need assistance. If someone, if we had a young boy printing out your notes for you, before the shows, this just in uh, MMM show listeners, Goatse and Comatose also acknowledge that Meefloaf is officially our young boy now. No, he always has been. Those guys, um, can we just That's I'm the youngest. Them, can we refer to them um, collectively as Bushwhackers 2K21? We'll ask them. All right, we're going. No, right. we'll, we'll split the difference, Byron. Sheepwhackers. <laughs> Sheepwhackers. Hey, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll let Casey open his box. I want to see Casey's box. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. You Can did. I look at Casey's box, Byron? Do you mind? You want? You want uh, I, I would prefer it. You want to tongue punch my fart box, Justin? Well, wow. I was gonna go along with when everything until we got there. Anyway, go what ahead and go ahead and throw the break right That's after that. You don't have to make those two. Listen, before we go to this break, I just want to absolutely say fuck. Hey, everyone. It's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great network content this week. Get the full lineup and listen to all of our shows in the podcast network section of LuchaCentral.com. Sundays on the Lucha Central Facebook page, world traveled shooter of the camera kind, Jerry Villagrana goes mano a mano with a fellow photographer to throw down about some of their favorite photos they have taken at Lucha Libre events. Monday, Business of the Business returns as Mass Republic President Kevin Kleinrock takes you inside how your favorite Lucha Libre merchandise gets made. On Tuesdays, Mass Mats and Mayhem takes you inside the world of Lucha Underground as they take you weekly through the series with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of special guests from the groundbreaking series. Check out the premiere video stream every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Lucha Central YouTube channel 
and at luchacentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Tuesday nights live, it's WrestleBoss, where Favi Chulo talks MMA and pro wrestling with special guests and listener call-ins. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the chisme from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. Thursdays, it's straight out of the bodega with Papo Esco and PWR promoter Gabriel Ramirez as they have guests from throughout the wrestling world pull up to give an inside look into their careers. From indie standouts to television superstars, each week brings a new name and perspective. On Friday, it's your double dose of Lucha Central weekly podcast, one in English y el otro en español. Lucha Central Weekly is where you'll find all the top stories of the week, both inside and out of the ring from Mexico and anywhere luchadores are in action across the globe. Be sure to subscribe and follow all your favorite Lucha Central Network series on your favorite podcast platforms, either by their own series name or subscribe to the Lucha Central Podcast Network show pages to get all of the shows in one easy feed. And please consider giving a rating to help more fans find the shows that you love. For now, this is Denise Salcedo signing off from Lucha Central Central. Have a great week. We are going to refer to the Australians as the Bogan Boys because a Bogan is an Australian redneck. <laughs> and we're back. Hey, okay. I just want to say I had nothing to do with that whole pre-break thing. Jesus Christ. And- okay. All right, Casey. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're I'm sorry. We're too extreme for you, Casey. <laughs> Half the thing you're talking about is how big Lord, Lord Alfred Hayes' dick is, and also like you know specifically what Terry Garvin had done, and you felt it was good enough to bring up instead of just saying, "I don't." Let's not go there. Look, there's no such thing as bad publicity. If we say something bad, that just makes more people interested. And you know, there's like five people who are like, "I'm never going to listen to that shit." That are probably listening to it right now just because we Josh Pillow. Also, I, I actually think it's better than any cross interview we've ever done on this show. And honestly, I don't know because I don't listen to our show either. So, uh, <laughs> so that's a good point. That's a good uh, point. So, well, okay. As much as you want to talk about wrestling, I, I, wrestling. I have more important things to talk about, like T-shirts and toys. Jesus right. Right. No, that's totally important. Give him the one. Figures, did you? Give him the one. He has right. the what do you got, Casey? So, breaking news right before the show started. None of us got. I got the new pro wrestling crate. And check it out. I don't know if I got the chases or not. I know what's in this case. But I don't know if I got the chases. But I'm sure all the good luck I got from doing that shoey. I got chases in here. We'll find out. What's in the box? What's in the goddamn box? What's that from, Justin? Okay, so... um. Next is, month's box, really quick, is going to be tag team based. It's going to be yeah. Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, so, Mexican Kings, Cerro Miedo C in the ring, FTR, Faces <laughs> of Fear, Gorillas of Destiny, Motor City, Machine Guns, Money Incorporated, and a oh. special DVD including 12 AEW tag team stars having sex. <laughs> oh, no, it says before they made it into the big leagues. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, shirt. Shirt number one is... Clearly CM Punk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, With a giant bloody fist. 
Well, the fist hand sunk. CM Punk. Charles AEW superstar CM Punk. Oh, wait, that never happened. Charles Montgomery. CM Punk um, uh, blessed Dan Halvin to go to sleep. And then he asked, you he said, you should ask the other guy. He's kind of sensitive. And then Kenta made the best food ever. All caps. Hey, it's the other guy. <laughs> go ahead and use it. CM Punk sucks. Uh, look at this. Uh, this shirt looks like garbage, but I think it's on purpose. It's MJF. It says better than you. Um, this looks That's like dope. shit. I love it. That. Looks like it. It looks okay, like if a, you're an extra, if, if you're an extra large, Justin, it's yours. I mm. am not an extra large in the chest. Well, uh, uh, I thought you were three XL. All right. Uh, I guess we're not, we're not making the show anymore, highbrow. There's an ad for um. 316 facts about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Wow. I pay for ads. It's like I subscribe to fucking Hulu. Okay. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Micro Brawler Keychain. Absolutely going on my keychain. Yes. That's good. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's super I love dope. it. Um, That's the, the, the Roddy Strong uh, keychain. Great. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> we've got a Repo Man pin, which is amazing hilarious uh, looks yeah. look like some man hanging out in a hot uh, can't alleyway can't wait to put it through my nipple uh, all a repo man was such a wasted opportunity in wwe like he could have been the first belt collector you know because like he's oh. not as tough as the champ but he's casey let me finish the bit but he's tougher than the guy who holds the belts during the Fuck match your the bit. that is the super thing. shredder fucking micro brawler the hero turtles movie thing from the hero turtles oh god i hate england hero turtles. Uh, fuck england um okay uh look at this it is fucking nash giving you the too sweet but he's also super shredder <laughs> oh, or as they call him on this super nash but we know what's up we that's know what's so up dope with. oh this one's probably Do you know in australia best. they couldn't call it hero turtles because they don't know what a hero is <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ we just okay, come uh, back, and the numbers just go right back down the drain and down under. No, this no. is uh, a headlocked Dude. comic, Tales from no. the Road, about Brody King. Um, you know, it looks kind of dumb, but he's from Van Nuys, so he's cool. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, from Vietnam? That's dope. Yes, yes. And the last thing that, okay, like I knew this was coming. This is kind of fucking dope. This autograph right here. Hit hit the music. Hit the music, Byron. Virgil. The Iceman. Stinko baby. Look at that. Look at that. Real, real autograph. It's even got a hologram saying, bitch, this is real. I love that, man. That was back when you used to just own the hairline, man. Just own the hairline. This one he was number one in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated 500, and everyone had babies over it. Yeah, don't don't Baron Corbin your hairline. Just own it like Dean. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of people with bad hairlines, I do have to talk about a few action Shawn figures. Michaels. All, all of which have had horrible hairlines at one time in their life. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> the first. You got the bad hairline lineup Ooh, of action Sam figures. He's got first, the figure. first, let's start off with stunning Steve, Steve. Austin stunning of the Hollywood Steve. Blondes sporting his comb over stage one. That's okay. So Look at this scene marker, baby. Oh, but, oh, but it, look at that. But it is it Sam Adonis, isn't it? It is current day Sam Adonis. He even no, liked my uh, tweet about that. On it, honestly, me, I don't know who <laughs> Sam Adonis is. Um, so, uh, 
Yeah, so he's he's Ooh. stunning, Steve. Clearly Hollywood Blondes. Also comes with one half of the tag titles. He can't wear it with the vest, though, so fuck it. Uh, uh, comes with Can he throw it over his shoulder? Show yeah. the belt. Yeah, but not while he's holding the scene marker, dude. The scene marker's the shit. This is the belt. It says world all fucking crooked and shit. Uh, um, they should have given him the TV title. It's a I do world. think it's I do think it's kind of cool that they painted the gold tips on the end of the belt, though. They don't usually do that. Oh wow, that's kind of deluxe. Um, okay, so they, that one, um, pretty great figure. Not the best of the three. Then we have the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Um, I hate this jacket because you can't you can't pose him with it. So let's take the jacket off, shall we? Okay, this is uh, this is um, whatever fucking WrestleMania he started being managed by Luna Vachon. Okay, mm. so um, the one where he fought Tatanka. Legend. Uh, God oh, yeah. rest her soul. God rest her soul. God Luna rest her soul. Luna was the fucking best. Okay, so uh, yeah, you can take the jacket off. He's got uh, he's got his he's got his tattoo. He's got mm. you know his pubes. He's got his. What's pubes. his eye like? <laughs> That's got dope. his happy trail. Uh, you can take the sunglasses off. He's not cross-eyed yet because you know, oh, he's a young oh. son. I hate how the hair so looks without boy. the sunglasses, though. So, yeah. like, it is, a bit, it is a bit like new age rocker hairdo, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's when he still had the mullet going. This is this isn't that long after the barbershop window, you know what I mean? I so. never understood the mullet in wrestling because part of the whole thing of having long hair in wrestling was so on moves you could throw it back and it looks great, or you can have it be wet and it, it, it makes the moves look more dramatic. But the mullet yeah. does nothing for that, and you just have <laughs> this nastiness on the back of your neck. It doesn't serve the purpose of having now, long hair in wrestling. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe be, just because it felt ah, good. But it's that good thing of having, if you were a good guy, it's that holding the hair thing moment for the bad Give guy. The heels you, can, you can hold the back of them. Wow. Yeah, but, it's, but usually with a mullet, it's a poem, isn't it? So you get a good, you know, you get that Rudy Voller versus Frank Rijkaard moment. Yeah, as much yeah. as as much as I'd like to continue talking about mullets for two hours in my segment, <laughs> uh, I have another figure to talk about, and it is. The oh, Undertaker. What? Okay, Phantom so of the Opera Undertaker? Yeah, but that shit comes off. See, so, you know, he's got... Oh, funny thank thing you. Is, now he doesn't look like Sting anymore. I'm, I like that. <laughs> no, he looks he looks more like Brian Lee than Mark Calloway here, which is funny, uh, considering is this true? is the outfit he started wearing to distinguish himself from the fake Undertaker. Uh, he, he also, also looks, looks like he's in The Misfits. Yeah. Cloth, cloth goods jacket, uh, which is still... They fold it in the package and it's kind of wrinkly, which sucks. But you know, I just got it out of the package, so towel and um, Yeah, it's it, it'll be fine. Um, I could make one out of leather if you send it to me. No, oh. uh, Meath's, Meath's leather goods are are quite astounding. By the way, I think I have mine around this, here somewhere. This else. Undertaker oh, didn't wear this. This isn't a leather Undertaker. Oh God, damn it! When I took his thing off, I lost his little cuff. That's a problem. Um, his little cuffs, the little purple thingies, they come oh. off. Uh, because yeah, so I just dropped it on the floor somewhere. Oh no! Find it. But, um, so also his tie comes off. It's got like a little stretchy. I'm not even gonna bother is with it, that is right it now. Material. Yes, that's a nice touch. Yeah. That's not plastic. Yeah, uh, with elastic that. band that you can pull it off over his oh. head. And uh, yeah, they they usually fuck up and don't give you the tie, so that's a big deal. 
And uh, yeah, that's uh, that is the purple Undertaker, which can do the rest in peace uh, right now. Really? now he's the Undertaker that I immortalized in a picture. Yeah, he's oh, uh, Justin's still nice. What? What? You're, I don't know what you're talking nice. here. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, ice cream. That's your brain painful. freeze there, Casey. <laughs> yeah, ice cream makes that more painful. Um, yeah, I would imagine. So yeah, shitty pro wrestling crate outside the autograph and the um the figure, which are the micro brawler, which both kick ass. Sell um, the t-shirts to buy them. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about either of those t-shirts. Um, but the Piper keychain, pretty legit too. Almost forgot about that. That's going on the keys. You don't like the MJF shirt, really? Nah. It does look a little bit Gryffindor. Are you it a does. fan of the MJF gimmick right now? I, I mean, I, I'm just loving the guy all around. Yeah. Dude, if they would have given me like an MJF scarf so that I can throw the Alberto Del Rio one that I caught at Ultima Lucha Uno in the trash. Mm. Uh, that would be a different story, but you know, to that's be fair, not the Casey, story. That, the, the police are probably looking for that scarf. <laughs> it's got some DNA samples on it. <laughs> uh, here's the uh, Undertaker tie off, by the way. Oh, I do really like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm really, I'm, so, I'm really dude, impressed with that. I just like that it's a soft, good jacket because I hate those fucking rubber jackets. You can't pose oh, them for yeah. shit. And they're they're just huge and they get in the way. And it's it's like I already have my dick like that. I don't need a jacket like that. And considering the size, actual work goes into those jackets. Yes, yes. Because that's got to uh, be a folded seam, you know. I follow it on is. Instagram the nice artist who does the soft goods for the AEW line. It's pretty cool. So um, that's that's been your Casey Vision segment for the week. No uh, lucha figures. Not yet. I got I got something to unbox. Byron says he's got something to unbox. Let's give okay. Byron the one. Well, I looked What's in your box, Byron? Undertaker cuff. Hey, I'm up, giving everybody? Byron the one. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Wow, well, that's great for the audio listeners. If, where you just if, if this is the figures, pack up a lot. It's going to be hilarious if he gets the okay. figures before no. Casey. First of all, please. I have a I have a Maki Ido Neo Ido Respect Army shirt. That says on the back, I'm not good, whatever. It says, Who is the cutest in the world? Can you even read that, Byron? How's your Japanese? I'm I'm beginning to learn Japanese. So far, I know the first word says Neo. And I'm working on the rest. Mm. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, but I am learning, to, I'm doing Duolingo, which means like I. It's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. So I'm slowly learning. I need to get better at it, but also I'm trying to do some YouTube videos. So, like, I knew Kanichiwa, and I knew Ichiban. I knew Ichiban from Fire Pro. <laughs> but, um, but I learned... Yeah, Ichiban. Uh, Number one, Ichiban. But yeah, I learned... Uh, right. Hi, we're I doing learned, the podcast. Uh, everybody say hi. Say hi, everybody. Hi. hi. Hello. The podcast. You're live, right? Go make the light okay, bye. What? That- what are you doing, Byron? Who are you, who are you talking to? I want to. Oh, no one. Nobody. Nobody special. I mean, somebody special, but nobody. You oh, know. nobody special. Justin's in the doghouse. Okay, yeah. Google, make the way dark blue. Well, with I a also- voice like this, it's impossible to get into the doghouse. I know. I even get comments on your voice. Oh. It's weird. Don't, don't, no, so anyway, I, was just, so, um, I was just saying hi to my friend M. Hi, M. Just the letter M. That's all I'm going to give you. Yeah, no, man, I'm not enough intro. What's up, what's up Marty the Moth Martinez? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have gotten his chonies. 
<laughs> anyway, so uh, but my Japanese the phrase that I know the most right oh, now bulks. is uh Gandiska. Gandiska. What does it mean? Huh? It's uh so can you choose like hello? Um and then um I think Ohio is good morning, but that might be Korean. Ohio gazaimas. How are you? And it's, it's oh, so uh, how are you? And you say it again. This just reminded me. Byron, say what? Hyundai. Hyundai. Hey, no, look at this. Hyundai. Hey, Byron. Hey, Byron. Byron. <laughs> Is that what you're trying Byron. to get? Say it. I'm opening Byron. up. Byron. Byron. Teme Kono Yaro. Teme Kono Yaro. Teme Kono Yaro. Yes, yes <laughs> so you gotta whisper it like Timmy Koroyaro. What is that? Look, Byron, there's only it's one, one like, Japanese uh, phrase you need to know. Go ahead, Case. It's kind of like, like calling what? someone a bastard motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's from Fireproof. Yeah. I know some yeah. Fireproof phrases. Byron, the only phrase Kono you Yaro. need to know is Ikimashou, which means let's go. Let's go. Ikimashou. Let's go. Ikimashou. Ikimashou. This is going to help me like learn to be able to talk. Like, let's do the rest of the show in Japanese. Is this the book vlog? Well, did you finally get it? Got the newspaper. It's a loaf of bread. Please let it be the figures. Oh no, that's fucking cool though. Wow, oh, Muda. It, it, it is. It is smaller than I thought. I know that's not the first time I've said it to you, Byron, but I ordered this too, but I didn't get mine yet. Why is Byron getting things before you? That's dope. <sighs> Yeah, because I live in the fucking boonies. They're good. So this is okay. Uh, so Byron, it says pro wrestling on there, pretty pretty clearly in Japanese. Pro wrestling. You should pro be able to understand. Pro wrestling. Pure wrestling. No. Yeah, pure, pure, so what you need to know and do, pure Byron, pure. is spend tomorrow watching every single Beat Takeshi film. Okay. See the thing in in Japanese, Byron. A lot of the U's are silent. Yeah. yeah. When you need just like a consonant without a vowel, it's usually followed with a U because then you and don't they, use the U. Everyone yeah. just says pro rest. I, I That's like that Asuka. Like, Asuka yeah. is not Asuka. It's Asuka. Right. I know in the Gandesu, uh, it's like K and D Su Ka. It's like there's a Su. Kendiska. Kendiska. And like when American say aluminium. And then it's Su Ka. And. Yeah, I noticed oh. that, that you after the S. Oh my god. Oh my, god. my only my only concern, well, I have a lot of them, but my big concern with learning <laughs> Japanese is that um the pronunciation of the words is difficult on the first language I speak. So the right. Japanese I think is going to be extremely difficult. And but the Japanese funny. eat a lot of salmon, Byron. They eat a lot of salmon. Yeah, I have a lot of salmon. I that's I eat chicken and salmon for my food every Oh my god, you're actually saying it right now. That only took ten years. I love it. Salmon. There's an L in it for a reason. So I take it you're not going to keep this in the box. I might. No, that's pretty super dope. I'm not going to lie. That's, he's that's going to keep it. He's going to keep it in a smart box. Look at this guy spitting mist. I love it. I love him. I think you should drill a hole in it and see if you could get it to actually spit green mist out. Oh yeah, like put a straw in it and then I just think that it would out. raise the vol the the vol volume. Is that how you would say it, Brian? Volume. Well, the L's there for a reason. 
Wait, are you are oh, you starting yeah. another one, Meatloaf? Have you? So anyway, is, anyway, so this is Byron's. So anyway, so this is actually so, a different shade. Hold on, hold on a second. So this is so this is Muda. I highly recommend it. You can still get it. It's a little cool dude. He had his arms and waist move, but like Muda yeah, is the to be. It's so he'll, I'm not going to move him. Um, I highly recommend it. Thank you for watching. Uh, this has been my time. Wow. My so, time. My put me, time. Put me on the one for a second. No. I want to show you it's, it's the one that Scott. I'm going to show off the, the, the original. The, yeah. The number one. Okay. So. Meef got this one out just in time for me to go and start on my new show. Actually, it was a day after that, but my mom sent it right to me. So um, this is a uh, script wallet similar to um, other style script wallets you've seen. Oh, but update, update. I found the Undertaker's wrist thing. Thank God. Thank, thank God. God. It was inside Thanks the jacket. All so right, for so those who don't know, when you're working on set, I can't really show you the contents of these documents themselves, but... Um, You've got kind of this magnet up here that holds the papers in for your script for the day or your call sheets or whatever. ADs use these a lot because they mm -hmm. need to stick things in a pocket, whip it out, see what's going on, see when they're, if they're still on schedule, you know, looking and at if maybe you, the pages if you don't of the script. Know, you if you don't, don't put know a full script is, in it. If you don't know what an AD is, you haven't been paying attention to our ball shaver commercials. Wow. <laughs> that's, um, that's something we'll talk about season four, Lucha Underground, by the way. It just, you know, it folds up. It's got Ooh, a little snap it. there, magnetic snap, and then yeah. I slide it right in my pocket, and I've got my pen here and my notes for the whole day. And it's super dope to the point where I put it on my IG, and a lot of my friends want to get these from yeah. Lucha Leather, our new official sponsor, Lucha Leather, over there, Meeflo's deal. So, Meef, what are you working on now? You can let Meef show off awesome. what he's got cooking. Justin, do you use the notepad on you? I'm fucking about with this. Ooh. which is the crazy horse stuff because it's so amazing because you do like this yeah and it bounces back and then you get the cool oh. patina yeah, yeah that's cool that oh that's cool. dope and then you just do and you rub some of it away and you end up with it's got so much oil in it that's Byron's which is a slightly different blue from Justin's, Ooh. as we found out. Mm -hmm. Why were you trying Justin's to do the same blue, or is it a different leather? Well, no, I actually ordered the same. <laughs> and it but, just came yeah, a little it, different? It, yeah, so I think I have a mine, because they do they do two colors. There's one which is like a slightly green one. So I either mm -hmm. got that, or it's a slightly older one, but different batches get I mean, things. I like the, the colors of these, and, and other inferior things that I've seen that are kind of similar, the color choices are dismal. They're just like... Yeah brown cowhide or black or whatever it's like jesus christ really can oh, we not yeah I mean, that's, and, like, and the thing is i i set these down i set it down on set beautiful. a lot too so it's like you want to be able to find it but you don't yeah. want it to be like phosphorescent orange or anything so it's yeah. i was I talking to like, you because this is a saddle tan because yeah, this is actually like cool. let me tell you something damn me folks you ain't gotta be showing my skin on your, <laughs> your advertisement Oh, well, that didn't sound like Taz at all. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, was, wow. I was talking to Meef because Meef can do anything. He has all these different colors, and, I, I'm, and I'm still kind of having a hard time deciding. But for, for mm. a moment, I was thinking I was thinking of – I mean, I'd be happy with anything. Yeah, just make him one Meef. I, I was thinking, like, what about uh, black outside and one of his cool red textures, like Dude, a, a fake – Byron. Like, uh, what about – Hold on, hold on. But, but, but like then, like – 
but that point you made, Justin, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. Like, well, my phone and my iPad, I have red covers on them because yeah. I don't want to lose them. My computer too, my MacBook, I have a red cover on it. Yeah. And too. so yeah. you know, I, I really don't want to lose this. Let's make it a bright outside so you can not dude. You oh, gotta get the I've you gotta got, get got the Tyler Durden, bro. Get it the came. Tyler Durden red uh oxblood like our background here. Oh yeah. Well, see, so one of the levers I've got is called a brush off leather. So oh. what they do is they put a wax layer on top of it. Okay. And when you, there's, it gets dyed through colors originally. So it's actually a cherry or like a black cherry. And then you brush it off. Really, you have to put some fucking elbow grease into it. But it slowly reveals the, the um, dark red underneath it. So you can get like edges and stuff. Or let it, let, let it patina itself. You have that on you? Yeah. Can we see it? No, because I haven't fucked around with it yet. <laughs> so it's still just a sheet of black. Just a sheet. Well, maybe I want to. Have you figured out how to put studs on it yet? So you know, for our demolition so, suits. Oh, another, yeah, I've, got, another, I've got all that stuff here. So uh, another thing, Meef and I have been talking about is the magnet thing about making. Oh God! Getting like he he has a rectangle one that would hold That's better. Bar magnet. Bar magnet. My concern is it would cover up too much of the a page space. But then he no, said, put it higher up, higher up, and then it'll be out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> another thing, I was asking him about doing. Like a um, a hole punch on it for that you would have on wallets for wallet chains, but you could put a clip on it so that way maybe instead yeah. of setting it down, you clip so it onto a belt. Just so on. we tell everybody something, I'm fucking mental. Yeah, and problem solving is something that I absolutely love till five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so if I find I, one of Justin's really nice friends from um, is it Blue Tie? Uh, oh, Bowtie Casey, yeah. Casey, Casey yeah. He's, he's really lovely we developed bloke. a show um, together a few years ago. You're welcome. And uh, chatting no, to Casey. <laughs> Bowtie him. Casey. And I'm running, I'm running around because I was talking to him. He's like, I don't go crazy. But I was like, right, but <laughs> I've seen something <laughs> and I need to find a price on it. <laughs> Shell Cordovan, which is about 700 pounds a square meter. Mm. That sounds wow. pretty good. Wow. It that? comes from a very small part of the horse. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, you can get one wallet done on this. But I, 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 there, there are slightly different. Is that what he asked you for? Is that what? No, 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 no. He has a he has a pair of boots in it. He has a pair of boots in it. I was like, yeah, I want Cordovan so much, and then I was like, actually, wait a minute. So now I've, I've been in contact with um, tanneries all across Europe. <laughs> Trying to make the thousand dollar meat wallet. Yeah, the finest what? asshole <laughs> leather of a horse. Uh, yeah, it's from the sh it's from the it is actually from the ass. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm a leather. I'm a leather daddy. Vachetta yeah, is the name for. We, and where I'm from originally, Yorkshire, we like to eat horse. We call it cheval. Mm. Mm. It's oh, tasty. It's the name like of steak. a. It's the name of a car here. So, me, what are the guy that insults every other country? But man, have you seen the menu and the palettes that your oh, countrymen have? Come on, the funnest friend. shit we have. Where I'm from, we have a thing called mucky fat, which is when you cook beef or pork, and then basically when it drips through, oh yeah, yeah, put dripping. But basically, you let it solidify, turn it into a paste like butter, and then you put it on toast. With Man, all the I'm working on food paradise again, and I see all this fabulous food every day, and I'm realizing that if we went to your country, I doubt we could fill an entire 
Your episode with good. No, oh, dude, you just, like, just, 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 just go to Mizzou's in uh, London. No, and, uh, dude, you eat rename Mexican the food. show. You call it food purgatory instead, and you're okay. Right. <laughs> just have yeah, Guy Fieri crying in the corner. That's spinoff. Food purgatory. Yeah, Why? In, this okay. is the opposite of flavor country. This your is host, no flavor country. Just flavor your host just watches and cries while the chef he's talking to tries to cook. Here's our toast. We like to make it extra soggy. Yeah. Here's our, but that's uh, the weird thing about this show. 17 is, sausages, is... beans. Uh... Me, can, while you're still on the one, there is no host on my... Finish the other products? Before, so I can yeah, throw, show so something. There is, there is no host of the show that okay. I work on. And it's like, I have to do all the work of hosting. Everybody's talking to me and then they just cut me out. But man, I feel like I should get paid more because I have to like guy fury it up all day long. Look at Ooh, that. That's dope. You see what he's doing with that, Justin? What's that <clears throat> going to be? It's edge paint. It's a bag. Paint? And so that's, that's, a, a, that's a different class thing for it. Right, Neve? That's, that's yes. That's going to be a present for a certain somebody. Not oh, me, you fucking Wow. Sting? <laughs> That's yeah, just inappropriate, Byron. Please. No, Sting's getting Justin's head on a plate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's uncalled for. Whatever. Well, maybe. I, I, I just got, maybe if you drop down some say, as, as much as we're slagging off uh, English food here, I'm the only published chef here. What? Eat like a luchador? You're talking about that little thing? One of those little Kine Rock projects? Yes. What's that thing? Really going out. Can people order Gene. that thing yet? Yes, you can pre-order it on Amazon and all other good book uh, stores. Even Waterstones in the UK, which is a big deal. And it's called Eat Like a Luchador, am I correct? Eat Like a Luchador, 320 pages. Okay, now other than yourself, who are some of the good writers that contributed to the book? Well, yeah, yeah. obviously, because my recipe is absolute shit. Um, <laughs> no, I actually heard your recipe was great. I, I, Dude, I, you I, get the Super Astro Torta recipe, which is worth yeah. the price of the book alone. Tyre, Phoenix, I think Pentagon's in there. Um, some of the old school legends, so obviously Super Astro. I think um, also... Tianyiblas. Solar. Yeah, Solar's in there. Solar's in there. I hope Belushi's in there, but not as a dish. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pickle I think Delusche. the real question that people have before they order the book that I've been hearing um, out there in the wild is, does Kevin Kleinrock make a dish in this book? And if so, can I just burn the book? It's um seven but pages would, on how to microwave grilled cheese. I would yeah. recommend burning the book because there's other great recipes in there. Um, he has a paragraph. <laughs> Byron, learn to focus. Learn to focus, Byron. You fuzzy Why? motherfucker. You're fuzzy as shit. You unfocused little bitch. Why? <laughs> Pull focus, man. Pull focus. There we go. Ah! Who's a good boy? Go back the other <laughs> way. Oh, oh my good boy. Why am I because you focused fetch on great Muda fetch. and never went back. No, I did go back. Did I not? Oh, was no. that? I wasn't a banner thing. No, no, it was it was you. You're Casey, fine. You've got to have a squeaky ball somewhere around there. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Cooper's probably got it in the living room. That guy, he love he loves his toys. He really does. See, I was going to say something about him loving balls, but you guys are assholes. I can't say things like that on the show. Wow. Why not? That's true. I'm glad you don't say it on the show. 
<laughs> Never say something inappropriate on this show. That would be on. Oh, we back away from break. No, I don't take say inappropriate things. We're gonna take another quick break, and then we're gonna come back and talk about an episode of Lucha Underground from season two that you don't want to miss because there's some fun things that happen here that kind of set the tone for things that were actually good about Lucha Underground. I yeah. feel like. And I'm seeing Casey roll his eyes already, but I feel like there's good things to say about Lucha Underground after seeing this episode. But we'll find out what Casey has to say right after this. Lucha-masks.com, in partnership with Mask Republic, give you personal protective masks to keep you Lucha strong in the fight versus COVID-19. With world-class luchadors Blue Demon Jr., the Lucha Brothers, L.A. Park, Ultimo Dragon, Kane Velasquez, Conan, and so much more. Head to lucha-masks.com and you too can become a masked warrior. Lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. There has been a lot of chatter recently that Lucha Underground may in fact be coming back in some fashion. Um, yeah. I've interesting phone call. I'm going to maybe find out something about that, but I... I, I think that this is i feel like this is a misinterpretation of of things well you know what i don't know i do you to make an announcement i have an announcement on this show um i am officially on the writing team of this lucha underground's relaunch um but we're gonna call it whitey undergrounds and pick up right where season four left off Wade Barrett and all. Wade Barrett and all. Wade Barrett. We, you know, Jack Swagger. I worked some. I worked some things out with Tony because he owed me one after that explosion and after Pentagon losing. I said I'd use Cody a few times. You know, um, maybe put him over a few luchadors. Did, did you turn around and tell him that you'd use some of his talent better than he is and then make him look good. All I know is I'm going to strive to make it the exact opposite of the Urban Wrestling Federation because it's going to be so white that season four will look like the Jeffersons. Yeah, isn't that our lucha? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, actually, Whoa. you know what? I have so many good ideas of how I would revive it by not really reviving it that I wonder how if the other people are going to have the same idea. Uh, we'll see. I don't I don't know. I mean, look, the 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 fact of the matter is this. MGM from what I know still has the national television rights to produce the television show and distribute it, mm-hmm. but that doesn't really amount to anything, and I'm also pretty sure that nobody at MGM actually cares about those rights currently, and if somebody else were to use them somewhere, they probably wouldn't even bother to stop them or come after them at this point. I, I just don't think they care, and those rights are still maintained by Lucha Libre FMV minus Dorian at this point in time, so I don't know that they could get a bidder who could offer them enough money to sell it. Um, and thusly it might be worth, it might be worth them just licensing some of the IP out. So I could see, Uh. I could see that somebody else might do a deal to use some of the properties from Lucha Underground. I could see that happening very, very easily. I mean, that's part of the game. I don't think it's worth it. I think you just start over, you rip everything off that was good about Lucha Underground, but you call it something else, you do something else. Fuck, even have Luis come in. Just have him be Luis. That's what I'm saying. Hire Luis as an actor and just have him not even be Dario or Papa or whatever. Just have Luis show up and say something, do a little tongue-in-cheek thing or you know, put him in the background, have him say some stuff and not have him be Dario. 
Yeah, yeah but, I mean, really, you have this. We great... place it in South America or Central America. Wow. No, that's what they almost did. No, but uh, you have this really because... great presentation, creative model that could be fine tuned a little bit. But if you took that and you just put it with a much better business model, then you're doing a wrestling product that people like. It's not from Iron. Also, say Casey. Actually, well, it's like, actually. Yeah. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to mention say Byron. I meant to say Justin and Casey because they're actually, you know, more better at this stuff. Oh, uh, Said it in Japan. Better. Said the new one in Japan. I'm the only one who's yeah, making. You don't know the fuck all about ninjas, Byron. I know lots about ninjas. And I samurai. You know, ice for three years. What's up, my ninja? Oh no! I should um, not have said that. I should not have said that. <laughs> oh, go, 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 here I was proud of you. You've been watching Atlanta and everything, and I was like, <laughs> "This is I our social I media Atlanta at all." Byron's yeah, been watching. He's, been, the he's, show been watching and a, he's making me Atlanta feel dumb. And then he Atlanta, comes in with with the my ninja thing. And no, then but, the whole uh, here's, show just we're never going to get out of way. Justin, now. here's the thing about Atlanta. It's such a great show, and Donald Glover's also like directing it. So like, yeah, it's like. It's it's almost borderline like art house type stuff being done I with more pop. I feel culture. like I should be watching this, but I chose to watch it. Watch on one Hulu. episode, it's full investment. Well, but it's three. I will say it's possibly this, racist. I will say this though. Um but it is like it's of the culture, so they say the N-word all the time. So like I'll blitz like six episodes, turn it off, and I'm brushing my teeth to go to bed and echoing in my and head just is saying, just like, and this all these and people that. just saying oh, yeah the n-word and I'm like I gotta shake this out before I talk to someone like this yeah because he's like looking at himself at the mirror saying this is good toothpaste my n and no like, did, no, did you guys I would never watch uh, Manhunter that's what he's doing did you watch, Man, did you watch that's, the, that's the not the film the TV show Manhunter oh, no, that, uh, by the FBI no, I watched some people watch it sometimes. Okay, so, Dude, so basically, I, it finishes, right, in Atlanta, where this guy's murdering all these little kids, right, mm -hmm. and sexually abusing them, mm -hmm. and they get the wrong guy because of profiling, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it just happens to lead on, did you know the first 48, that TV show? Yes, mm -hmm. I know. I know Half the fucking cops who are racist and hiding shit are on that TV show. And if you watch that TV show, you end up with a cop who basically tells the black guy that he can't help him, and then the guy gets uh, murdered and fed to a dog, or possibly ripped alive by dogs. In the show? In yeah. Literally in the show, yeah. In the show, he doesn't help this guy, he won't help him. In Manhunter and or in the first 48? No, 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 on the first 48, they're actually I know the first 48 And this guy knows. I was going to work on it. Wait, are you talking about Manhunter or Mindhunter? Is it Mindhunter? You're talking oh about the God, Netflix man. show? Are you talking? Are you talking about Mindhunter? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Are you talking about Mindhunter or Chris Angel's? Yeah. Mindhunter? If you're talking about Mindhunter, the Netflix show, that's my boy yeah. Colt McElhaney that goes to all yeah. the fights with me. Fantastic, beautiful show. <laughs> is is, is he related to Rob McElhaney? No, McCall. I can't never say his name right. It's McCallanen. McCallanen. You know that Colt, the Irish Colt. <laughs> that guy McCallanen. McCallanen. McAllen. That's the only things I know about no, it, Atlanta. It, it, it's, they have a terrible not, it, history of ignoring child molestation. And How do you say Justin. the man's name? Holt McAllen? McAllen? It, uh, his name is Habana. His name is Holt Habana. <laughs> I'm going to find I this. Feel terrible. Holt, Holt, if you're listening to this show, I completely apologize to you. Let's go see some more kickboxing. Holt, 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 come and talk to us on the show because Justin always has interesting guests when we just bring his friends on to talk about stuff. Yeah, Holt McAllen. 
I never, I literally, it. it's like my friend Casey that we call oh, Bowtie awesome. Casey. I can't say his last name either, and he have known him for years. He's also from Cleveland. It's like Krebil, Krebal, Krebial, some all right, shit. All right, all right. We don't need to. It's Smith. It's now it's listeners. I've gotten Byron's last name wrong for years. Dirk, Dirsh, Dirk, Hirsch. That's his name, isn't it? It's not F- hard. Fever. Fever. It's not Fever. hard. Byron Fervers. 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 One of these days. Favre. 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 Multiple Migs in the next tale say Favre. to you. Red Favre is such a great. He so said, I, I can smell your cunt. Do you think, I have a question for you guys. So this is football. So Justin might be more up your alley. Do you think Fred right. Favre would have gotten away with asking for handies from masseuses if he threw a bunch of receptions. I think when you're on that amount of Vicodin, you can get away with almost anything. I mean, okay, so he got caught, right? Like, after or before? During? Oh, nice. Oh, interception joke. Yeah. So you got blue balls. There you go. Interception joke. Interception. Hey, I was going to talk about an episode of Lucha Underground. We got a little sidetracked because there's say something about the Lucha report that you brought up. Yeah, let's talk more, let's talk I, more about football. So I, had I, so I saw so I saw the link get posted. Basically, everyone is just posting. Cool. So everyone's posting the article because the headline says is, is Lucha Underground coming yeah. back. And that's and all about the reading. And then they go, oh, man, it's in the news. And it's like the same thing that gets copy and pasted to the copy and paste site. So like, it's the same article printed five times and everyone's like, Oh, it's five stories about it. It has one, to be true. One sentence in the observer. <laughs> one sentence. So basically what happened was, uh, if you read it, they're like, Hey, they talked about it in the W O R, you know, hotline or whatever. Um, they talked about it a little bit. And then in this old vampiro interview with Chris v- v- Chalet or something, he said, you know, v- Lucha underground, you know, was great, but like, Everyone has other jobs, and this was a problem why it failed. And then it goes, also, um, you know, you could just bring it back with all new people and everything, just on its own, like just brought up that thought, which anyone with half a brain would say, Oh, you could just I've bring said it, back it on the show people. for right? months to do and then, that. Yeah, then it goes, yeah. and we've also then talked to EB next- Dub and talked to other people, yeah. and that's the only way you could bring it back at this point. Yeah. And then the next thing they bring up is also, there's Azteca Underground going on. How about that? And then that's the article. There's no substance yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Can I talk about how much I hate Azteca Underground? Because they have right. an MS Paint logo for Azteca Underground. It looks like fucking shit. Mill Mil- really? Mil- is their MLW champ. Yeah, dude, look at I the Azteca Underground aspect. logo. But dude, it's MLW. Yeah. They're like, I mean, think about how ECW was doing stuff at Joey and Paul's house yeah. and just cutting. Well, let me tell you something, like Justin. I'm the one who did who designed the fucking t-shirts. I bought a lot of you could call this that. the fuck the world shirt. You could call this the Brooklyn shirt. Byron, put, this really one, put me on the one. Put me on the one for while Casey doesn't uh, Oh, look at me wolf holding up my foreskin on the camera there. Outlaw, that's my foreskin Outlaw. right there, brother. How do you do that with the ER? That is the most impossible thing to do in an impression. <laughs> Outlaw, I can't, I can't even do it. 
I try to yeah, make I fun mean, of, of British people and other people all the time, and I can't. I, I'm sorry, me, if I didn't mean to say that. Oh out loud. God! Oh God! Like, um, okay. like fucking oh, Power Rangers. Like I think I'm British. Power Rangers got the shitty Australian Pink Ranger that kept saying, "Retar, Retar is after us." You can't say that. <laughs> no, she was saying Rita. Rita. You can't Rita. say that. Retar. Retar. Anyway, hey, let's talk about this episode of, of uh, Lucha Underground. Um, yeah, you know, before the show comes back mysteriously. Um, okay, it's coming well, back in that in you know, someone's basement in Minnesota, in Michigan. So this week on the Lucha Underground Rewind, we're focusing on season two, episode five, Machine. Um, I've always thought it was cool, honestly, that Lucha Underground, even in the titles of the shows, is unlike yeah. other wrestling products is trying to get over at least a storyline or a character or an idea. Like they're doing television. That's one of the things that I always liked about Lucha Underground is they're actually doing television. They're not trying to present themselves as a sport. Um, they're not, I don't know. They're, they're not doing coverage. They're making a show, but right. I like that. They, they call this machine because yeah. it's supposed to get over Brian cage. I'm assuming it's funny. Um, Cause they're like the show's called machine. It's about him. And then it opens up. With this big old vignette to remind you all about why uh, what Pentagon is doing these days. Yes, right, because, why because Pentagon is a fucking machine. Yeah, we're we're getting close to the to the Pentagon fuck dungeon stuff here, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Anyway, this is uh the first vignette is Vamp and Penta. For years, Ian Hodgkinson has locked away Vampiro in the dark corner of his mind. So Vampiro, and this is all Vamp doing the voiceover, um, talking job. to himself in weird third person. But it is very it's, creepy it's and awesome. Bro. Yeah. So Vampiro had no choice but to take control, and Ian had no idea. So Vamp sought out an apprentice who could free him from Ian's mind and let Vampiro live again. And uh, then he tells Penta to not let anything stand in his way, not even Katrina. So uh, this is the whole explanation for the for the whole end of Ultima Lucha one. Like this, this is exposition explaining everything, and people didn't get it and still say that turn made no sense. This explains fucking everything, word for word. It explains like, come on. This was the stuff I loved in Lucha Underground. Right. It's like, look, it's a little loose interpretation. We get it, but the whole point is like. He he's got the split personality thing going on, and and the vampiro personality is trying to come out. Looks like that M Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie. The only thing I would have changed about bro, trees? is I would have cut to Pentagon instead of him saying Ian Hodgkinson. I would have cut to Pentagon saying. Ian! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and, and for all who hadn't uh, yet watched last week's episode where we give you the full uncut version of our Vampiro interview, stop watching this right now and go to that because this is garbage compared to that. Sorry, guys, but it's true. Um, we're doing our best. We're, awesome we're interview. Put us down. And thanks for thanks to Ian for doing that. And uh, yeah, I really want to talk to him again about the, I want to talk to him about the slap fight thing, which happened yeah. last weekend. We haven't Dude, really had I a chance talk to him. I want to talk to him again. Just like. See if he likes the video game Bad Dudes. You know, just want to talk to him about random stuff. Like, do you like Encino Man? Do you think it's a good movie? I got to tell you, Cyberpunk, we talked to him about that. I think he might dig that. I was playing it the other night. He's a piece of shit, Vamp. Don't listen, bro. Don't listen. I, I don't know, man. I literally crucified some dude in Oh, you're, you're, you're so edgy. Well, you're you raving now. You know who else fucking crucified somebody? It was on a TV show too. You just said time to my cross. I mean, time to my symbol, brother. Andy hung somebody. I mean, that's that's two. That's a two. 
That's a super, he still yeah. got pinned by Sting, though. So. You know, nah, okay, first of all, Mean Mark Callis got pinned by Sting, which doesn't count. Second, oh, Zeus, Zeus King Dark is trash. Um, if you listen this long, you're trash. Anyone that listens this long, you're trash. Garbage. What? Garbage. Especially, especially if you're Australian. Especially if you're Australian. Especially if you're Australian. Because Britain threw you out. Hey, trash. Just. <laughs> It's it's just straight up like death to right, right. death to ratings. It's just death to ratings around here. You, all you know, the time. you know, you know what, listener, I'm cool with though. What uh, Angie? I'm cool with I'm cool with whoever at AEW keeps using our ideas for free. That's cool. Hey, cool maybe send me maybe send me some toys. Maybe send me some. To- oh, dude, I'm always cool, with Paula. Paula rules. <clears throat> Paula rules. Yeah. Yeah, we have a and lot it, of new it, listeners these days too, especially after the the vamp thing at Expo Lucha, um, and uh, Josh, we get a lot Josh of great. Fe- I'm we cool get a lot Josh of great Pillow. feedback on them, and in the last segment, I'll talk about a little bit of that feedback yeah, with uh, our our lead segment from last week because we actually got a lot of nice feedback. Yeah, about I that. got I got I got some feedback too. Um, they said they they said um, Casey, I wish I wish you were the only one interviewing vampiro and all you did was play bad dudes the whole time and that would have been amazing that would have been amazing that is you know what look i I have gotten i have gotten compliments from people that have said casey is the best thing on your show why isn't he on more often where's casey yeah i've gotten that a few times that's that's actually that's actually (laughs) me writing into the that's me writing into the show. That's a shoot. Under the two names. Those, those did come from Casey, but it's still a shoot. They were real letters. <laughs> hey, I don't know, um, dude. I, Andre, so, Andre bought a shirt. Andre bought a shirt. My real favorite Australian, Andre Nichols. That's true. We need to have him on the show. Is he, is he from yeah. Australia? Yes. Well, you know. Australia. I mean, dude, he's, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's making Nichols' his cousin, bro. He's, I mean, he's I think he's from the down under from, part of Wisconsin, I think. He's not from Australia. He's no, dude, he, he's never told me he's not Australian. They'll, they'll claim him anyway. They do like to steal things. Oh. Wow. Oh, isn't that okay? So, I'm trying not to, but you guys keep on setting them up. So, so Jack Evans <laughs> comes just... to the ring and Jack Evans takes the microphone away from Melissa. <laughs> thank God. Um, uh, quiet down. The hero you a, never knew you had is about to speak. Why is this guy not getting time with the mic stick time every week on AEW? Seriously, right. Deb, you yeah. watch this watching this promo. That's all I could think. All I could think is, oh my god, this guy wrestles in a company right now. Why mm-hmm. is he not doing this every week? He did this oh, with a chalkboard. It's because it's because we have to have QT Marshall talk about missing his wife when he was trying to oh. fuck the bunny two weeks earlier. Um, That's true. That is, yeah. You know what's really great about uh, really great about QT Marshall? Uh, nothing. Nothing. No, 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 no. Hear me, hear me out. Because he's working really hard and he has the value to the show, right? <sighs> for what he does, because he works like behind mostly. the scenes. He's in front of the scenes. He's Cody's friend. He has this great chant now. There's, there's the one. There's so, the point. He's Cody's. What's, what's really great. What I think is big contribution on screen is it's like when a guy like Andrade uh, get quits WWE and people are like, well, the best thing for him to do to get the most money, most success would be to pair up and, and then go to AEW and, and do that shtick and, and run wild on AEW. That's the best paycheck possible. Cause like CML oh. can't afford him a bottle. Of, 
And then, but you think about that and you go, well, they have a full roster. Watch their show. Everyone's on TV all the time already, or, you know, they don't have enough space. And then you look Speaking at the companies that bury, bury then, Mexicans. Then, then you can look at, then you look at the Apple guy on TV and you're like, oh, here's 10 minutes you could put Andrade, Andrade on. Carlito. That's oh, an easy switch. Byron, I thought you were going to say um, his value versus Andrade is that when Andrade is on TV, he's so handsome that a lot of the audience feels inadequate. But QT Marshall, they feel better about themselves. I definitely feel better about myself when QT's on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, just take. I'm the just guy, like, man, my hairline's looking pretty sweet. You know, my hairline that, looks good. Give him a get him a storyline on elevation, whatever he puts over Shoddy B, which he should be doing. Put some topic and, on and. And like that's also for that's also a forget about the fact that Penna gave uh, uh, gave uh, Cody the arm breaker to ride him off TV for a while, and then Cody no sold it immediately for the roll up, and then now Cody even though in in an arm brace is no selling the arm to fight his friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, what a surprise! Yeah, yeah um, total nonsense. Yeah. Hey. So listen, do you remember when listen, Phoenix listen, and Pentagon were my... free agents, and everybody said like that they would be ruined by WWE. They're yeah. not being ruined, but it's just they're not but, being look, featured. But here's yeah, they, my, they here's my point about Penny Byron. Omega. The thing is, like, look, there's a lot of hard workers in wrestling in general. I don't begrudge them their hard work. I don't begrudge them a chance or a shot. But the simple fact of the matter is, when you're making TV, you have to look at quality levels. Like, honestly, if you got a hit show on TV and a character is not resonating with the audience, it doesn't mean that the actor is some piece of crap, but it does mean that maybe you should kill off their character and stop giving them all the fucking TV time when you yeah. could write a better character or put somebody that fans are and viewers are more into. Wrestling has to start thinking about itself more like TV. And if yeah. people and gimmicks and ideas aren't getting over, take them off of TV and do something with somebody else who might resonate better. Jack, yeah. Evans is a great character that is still being misused. They've used him at times, but at the same time, you can't tell me that he's not going to entertain your audience more than other guys. Like I love Scorpio sky, but if you told me if there was a choice between Scorpio sky and Jack Evans, I'm picking Jack Evans. Yeah. He's Dude, better I television. Would, this is how I'd use Jack Evans. I would use him like a young Roddy Piper was used in both like Pacific Northwest and in Crockett. Uh, yeah, I'd also have them able to see. I'd also have them able to see aliens that no one else can see. But um, no, I would. Oh, uh, in case, I would have movies him, that everybody else has seen. I'd have Bingo. him be this dope wrestler, and I would also have him be on commentary as much as possible, mm. just shit talking everyone until someone gets mad and tries to kill him. Yeah, yeah. But, look uh, at the people they've run through on commentary. Why isn't yeah. he one of them? Jesus Christ! But here, here's here's the thing about that. Number one. Um, I feel by your tone that you are attacking me and saying that I was disagreeing. I'm with not attacking when, you. I'm saying when that my you... my whole point was the best part about the Apple guy is that you could take him off TV and put someone else in his spot. That my whole be the my, best but, but my and, whole point is people championing these lower level guys that just don't have it yet is yeah. the problem, and because yeah, Tony Khan listens club. to that. And he tries to put them over. And I understand that you're trying to make stars. But in the process of doing that, one of the biggest problems that AEW has is they're unmaking stars. Yeah. Tony, Tony, I know you're listening. Tony, I want you to... Byron, can I have the one? Can I have the one, please? I do want to say some people are giving Jack flack because um, he bloody 10. And people are like, oh, no, that's so sad. 
Oh, poor Bo Derek. Okay. They don't watch wrestling. Look, look, Tony, I know you're listening. I just want to tell you one thing. You know, you're about pushing people on the lower card. Fuck the gun club. No one gives a shit. (laughs) I no, here's the thing. The gun club. The gun club should always get extended ring time on dark where they mess with Taz the whole time. That's I don't mind that at all. It, look, if we if we take them out with the, the orange towels and then they point at them. If the, pay, if the payoff uh, of the gun club is Taz murdering them both with his bare hands, then I'm okay with the gun club. But we need to get there faster. Yeah, but I, I don't disagree. What was the next all right. segment on Lucha Underground? We were gonna finish the Lucha Underground segment, but why don't we just take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll finish <laughs> this whole fucking thing? Because I'm just. I'm flabbergasted now. I'm flabbergasted. We'll be right back. The best thing is that only took 10 minutes and it feels like half an hour. If you're listening to this and you haven't visited LuchaCentral.com, it's time to do it. LuchaCentral.com is the online home for Lucha Libre, where you can get all of the top news in English and in Spanish. Find the best curated video content and original content not seen anywhere else. Find when Lucha Libre events would be happening in your area. Find photo galleries from top photographers covering Lucha Libre around the world. From weekly polls to annual awards. Seen and read by top executives in all of the major Lucha Libre promotions across the globe. And on top of that, it's free. LuchaCentral.com, your centralized place for all things Lucha Libre. You're mixing up your storytelling. If you're coming out here saying that you're buying convertibles and and hanging out with us, you know, this hot blonde on your show, a co-worker, blah, 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 you know, having your midlife crisis and she double crosses you and it's so sad. Um, don't don't tell us how much you love your wife two weeks later. But that's not on him. That's that's writing and continuity and the bookers like they have to yeah. be responsible for maintaining storylines. Nobody's doing that shit over there. I really think except, it's like, except the people who are in the storyline. So, yeah, maybe it is on him in this particular format, which is more ridiculous. You guys, you guys but know. I think, something i heard that uh, i think i heard this on the major wrestling figure podcast that this undertaker pose right here that i got i'm doing you know the the undertaker pose you know what i fuck i mean it's ca- they call it shakespeare backstage kevin dunn says oh get the shot of him doing shakespeare oh yeah because it's like it's, lifting it's the, the skull you can't yeah. say it like Hamlet, I, I knew him well he told me that Macbeth skull from the Macbeth movie do you it's the scottish no. play ass clown no We're it's not, um it's last action hero it's Last Action Hero. Um, but that yeah, movie, no, I, you know what? Like, fuck Last Action Hero. Tony Khan is the one. Hey, and we're back. Joe, some bad news. Fuck Last Action Hero. Tony Khan is the one who that, does the overall overarching storyline writing stuff. Didn't write a lot oh, of his own stuff. That's great. You well, know what Tony, I mean? you're, you're, you suck at it, Tony. But that's the problem. Like, I love Tony He's for a lot on the of job. things, but also, yes, Tony is learning on the job, and there's, there's a few deficiencies there. And I also feel like. Tony is not surrounded by people who are giving him good advice. I feel like when he follows his own advice and his own heart, he does okay. But the the advice he's getting from other people and the amount of things that he's trying to manage, yeah. he's not on top of it enough. And I mean, he's got I mean, a soccer club and a football team, team and oh. 10 million other things. And he's dealing with TNT executives and whatnot. And this is oh, why which, you're not supposed to run your show. And he's doing great stuff. But yeah, but Smashed him. Humiliated him. I mean, right. even Vince is only doing one of his shows right now. Yeah. And he's hey, got hey, a lot hey, of help. 
Hey, pal. <laughs> yeah. He's taken Paul away, and look what's happened now. Yeah, well. Mm, yeah. NXT went to shit. Yeah. You don't want it to, but it did. NXT NXT has a problem in the back, if you ask me right now. That's just well, that's their biggest issue. They got to get together in, in the back like, with the writing. We're recording this like two, three weeks in advance, so maybe they'll write the shit by the time this airs. I hope so. I hope so. I really was enjoying that show for a long time, even well, during the empty audience uh, <clears throat> pandemic phase. And right yeah. now, the show is just really... Uh, they, they called up a lot of people, I think... I don't. I don't even know if it, they were the right call ups. I feel like the Keith Lee call up now was a mistake. Dance, oh, Robbie, right. dance. Um, dance, Robbie. Da- Damian Priest was a better that call together up. through the cross thing, yeah. didn't they? Really, I think I don't know what yeah. it is. It really, it really feels like there's five people on. Well, NXT. I mean, that was like they pulled Keith Lee right when Cross was injured. So then you basically had both of them gone. Mm-hmm. You know, you, they didn't really do shit with Finn Balor at that time. And then in the last two months, all they've done is. You know, hot shot every angle they could into his lap, which was super weird. Like you had all this fucking time yeah. with the guy. Why are you doing this all at the la- at the end? I'm sure Finn would have right. wanted it the other way too, and you could have actually made at least something halfway compelling out of it. Another then, thing is, then yeah. you lose uh, old, old what's his face, uh, DMing the youngsters guy, Velveteen, Velveteen Dream. That guy. You lose Velveteen. Which one? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, whether Let you like know. the guy or not. Yeah, TJ Perkins already left. He was a big part of the left. show at the beginning of last year. TJ, Jesus Christ, that. Well, apparently, know. actually. I um, know, he's, he's got his right-wing flutter weirdness, but apparently the people who they actually made up that stuff about him DM 15-year-olds. Oh, really? And they actually apologized. Yeah, it's out on the internet. That's um, TJ Perkins? Yeah. Oh well, look, I'm, not saying, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying every time I've seen that conversation come up, someone actually has said, but, "Look, like people." But can you be apologize. surprised? T.J. Perkins is so unabashedly a dickhead all the time. Is it surprising yeah. that people would make something up to fuck with him with as much as he fucks and with other people? Here's a point to make about him. So he definitely has a much different point of view on certain things like COVID and like whether or not he ever learned from anyone in the ring that he's ever been with. Oh yeah. But, but which is which they is can. fine because you can have different opinions. I have different opinions yeah. uh, with I a lot that. of good friends. Like um, I have one of my oh, Green half Day. my great hockey friends are you know Republicans or whatever, and like, but we That's still surprising. Get surprising. They watch hockey, Jesus, and they're white people. Yeah, but you get <laughs> we could get into I that. I said it, but but and here's it's how you behave yourself. Crackers. And how you behave yourself about your opinion and listening to other people's opinions. So if you were to ask you, sure, someone, Wonder Bread. Hey, with all the people that you've been in the ring with, um, what are, like who have you learned the most from? And instead of saying, well, you know, you, we learned from each other, you'd be nice about it. You go, I never learned from anyone because I'm better than everyone I've been in the ring with. Well, you're a dickhead. Right. You didn't say it the right the way. The, what you're supposed to say is, you know, I learned by getting in the ring and doing shit myself. You can say that and positively promote yourself without like dissing every other great guy you got in the ring with. But he's a yeah. dickhead. So a, yeah. I don't feel bad when dickhead. people fuck with him. Anyway, I have, I have a second point, but I forgot oh it God. during the first. Byron, point. the language is Japanese. The word is ikimasho, and it means ikimasho. let's go. Ikimasho. Can, Byron, can you give me the word quickly? Say, how do you say let's Byron. fucking go? Because we were. Let's go, bastard. Give me the one because you said you were recording this in advance and things might have happened. So 
Um, on behalf of the MM show, on behalf of the MM show, we'd like to say deep condolences to um, the family of John Devlin, whose massive head led to him falling from a ladder because of <laughs> physics. <laughs> It's just like it's just like when you play Bonk's Adventure, you fall in a pit. Okay. Rest in peace, Weeble Wobble. <laughs> they all fall down. They all fall down. I'm really choked on my sandwich. I'm Weeble Wobble. Not the first thing. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll choke you on my sandwich, young uh, lady. Okay, but, like, so but to Justin's point though about you know the promotion, um, finger cuffs. He kind of devolved into Finn and. Uh, Undisputed Era, right? Let's just talk about Lucha Underground. Jesus fucking Christ. That's a lot of, like, and I enjoyed it, but that's also a lot of one-note storytelling. Like, and they lost, they lost the different types of acts they could put on the show, and it makes the show feel so much more repetitive and redundant and smaller. Like, you lose Keith Lee, you're losing, he's a different wrestler, but also his his vignettes and promos are much different, you know? Fuck, Josh blames me for this shit going along. It's not. We're we're way under two hours, dude. Yeah, to be fair, uh, it seems like it's been an hour, but it's only been 15 minutes of Byron talking shit. I I get it, NXT has issues, they need to solve them. Stop 50-50 booking the the women's division, stop hot-shotting programs for Uh, your top guy wrestlers. You know, and give Cross yeah. a chance to actually do good See, work instead of uh, rushing him into bad know, things. Yeah, it's the same thing we say every fucking week. Yes. Jack Evans versus the Dare Wolf, PJ Black. Honest to God, I got to say, PJ looks probably the best I've seen him in this match. And I thank Jack Evans for all of it. Because he probably didn't break every bone in his body in a fucking failed base jump. Well, yet. again. Uh, again, yeah. I mean, his he, he, this was he was in prime physical shape, and Jack mm-hmm. was a great looking opponent for him. I, yeah, I especially I like when PJ does the eye poke him. thing, and it's like he did something that I exist rest where he went to the ref and was like, no, no, open palm. I didn't do that, ref. Like the no, he heel was explaining that he didn't uh, cheat. That stopped mm-hmm. happening in wrestling. Now you just eye poke a guy, and you're like, oh yeah, I did it. Yeah, you know, you know, he was just imitating John Jones, right? John Jones. John Jones who jabs like this. <laughs> I thought he was going to say OJ Simpson then. No, oh. no. The glove don't fit. You must have quit because OJ was innocent, Meeflove. It's not what New Jack said. <laughs> Keep Did up guys- the good work. Two less we got to worry about. New Jack <laughs> only said that because New Jack is the one who actually <laughs> did it and he doesn't want to be convicted. <laughs> yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. OJ was like, I'm gonna OJ got out of court out of prison. He's like, I'm gonna go find the real killers, and then finds out that he's blacklisted at ECW show. Look, he, he found out his new jack was like, fuck the I ain't messing with that motherfucker. <laughs> we have to get to the important thing about this match. The important thing about this match is Drago comes out in the most dope ass, like crazy horn mask thing with oh, nunchucks. Um, and then yeah. he he uh, accidentally hits uh, Jack with the green miss. We got a Muda here today, so that's There's a black miss. Was it black miss in this one? Black I thought miss, it was yeah, black, 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 miss. Miss, black miss makes you grow boobs. It's more poison. Yeah. Yeah. No, it um, happened in WWE, remember? Uh, but Also, Jack's the win, and uh, PJ is 0-2 in Lucha Underground at this point yeah. in time. 
Vampiro seems to have a hard time with PJ Black's existence. Number one, he's like, what's that French guy's name again? Mm. And then number two, um, even when he says it, he can't get the word blackout, which I don't know what that means. But he's like, PJ uh, Black. And Dude, then- he's not. He's, he's the second best South African and um, probably the second best South African opponent for Jack Evans that they could have given him too. Sure. And you know what? I'm going to say. As soon as I'm I said his opponent from South Africa, I was like, oh, shit, is this a, is this a Jack and Helico Nessa match? Mandela. And I was like, no, I forgot there was another one. Yeah, Bengala might be from South Africa. You know, he's from Africa. He's a South Africa. No, because he's actually a white tiger and they don't come from Africa. They come from Asia. Maybe this is a Lucha Underground thing. No, but how come all the African people in Lucha Underground are white? Whoa. It's a good question. Uh, Good point. It's interesting. How come they're they're big Latin stars? A guy from Paducah, Kentucky. Paduke, Kentucky. Truth. He's not even from Borough Heights. Truth. Super truth. Yeah, it's yeah, Paducah by way of Boyle Heights is pretty sketch. Yeah, I mean, we've got we've got a guy from Kentucky versus a guy from Puerto Rico as the uh, Mexican tribe uh fucking champions here. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. I'm making a phone call, guys. It's it's an important phone call that I think we all need to hear. Um, because I think it will inform I know what this the is. next segment. But you know what I'm going to do? Not like Casey, I happens. won't spoil it. Thank you for calling 423-GET-FAME. That's 423-GET-FAME. I would tell you to leave a message, but the truth is, I don't really care. I've had this hotline open for months, and not one of you yes. jokers have what it takes to be famous like me. So leave a message if you want, but don't expect a call back. I've got way more important things to do than to waste my time on losers like Mascarita Sagrada and you all. Thank you and have a nice day. Everybody's going to leave a message. Say hi to Famous B. Say hi, everybody. Hey, 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 famous, famous B. Famous B. I took some special hey, medication B. so that I could be better and be more famous and get big and strong, but now my testicles won't fit in my underpants. Please call. Let me know what well, what I should do. Hey, B, it's your buddies over at the MMM show. You got to come back on the show again. Hang out with us and make us famous again. We're not as famous as we used to be. I'm not yeah. kidding about my testicles. They do not fit in my underpants. Later, B. around his neck. <laughs> you know, that's probably like Krista Joseph's voicemail or something. I, I'm sure it probably is. I'm sure. I, I bet you Roach or DJ still listens to these every now and then, too, <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Like, I can't believe the number's still active. I, they're still. I don't know if they have to pay for it or how they got the it, it's really it. it's really the only thing keeping um LLFMV in business is that this number still exists and if it stops going out of business they have nothing to do and would have to dissolve. You know it's where I think that the number, only thing that Dorian still owns. I think that number actually though? goes to um J Man, doesn't it? It's a Tennessee isn't Fortune no, a middle I, of the woods I, Tennessee I thought no. it was Texas. I thought it was Texas. Uh, Hold on, let me look it up. 423 yes. area code. I think it was Houston. It's Tennessee, man. It's East uh. Tennessee. I'm telling you, it's J-Man. Come by. Uh, that's funny. J-Man's get getting it. Byron. What? It's There's Houston. a whole lot of Tennessee that's actually in 423, too. It's a, it's yeah. a big area code. 
Yeah, but that's not Nashville. It's by like no, no, it's way out. It's Chattanooga it's, and Cle- and Cleveland. Dude, what would be funny is if it was really if it was really Jeff Jarrett's phone number this whole time. Wow, I could see that, and he doesn't even know. Probably hasn't checked. Famous, famous B. Is that B for Basura? I got my picture taken with Jeff Jarrett, and it was about a week after the Phantasmalosis mask. No, it's also um, usually that mailbox is full. So someone is listening to it. Uh, no, they've been checking it. It's, it's never been full. It wasn't full last time it. we called either. No, no. And and go say just think maybe it. they just send Viren to. Yeah. Uh, do, you think, like um, do you think? Do you think is going to be throwing out tortillas in his entrance? Yeah. No, nothing happened. Do you think it mattered? You That's hire good. Jeff Jarrett to be an asshole. You don't hire him to to make anybody happy. Let's be honest. Come on. No, but, but I, 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 I only I, to talk to him about Phantasma. I, I hire him You're to do the, the MMA gimmick. I was like, beat up the little kids. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett MMA is one of the greatest gimmicks in pro wrestling history, um, and and everyone slept <clears> on it. But look it up. Look up uh, Double J Double M A on uh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Um, so as we were saying, this is the debut of the famous four two three get fame uh, used car salesman gimmick for our friend Famous B. And this was also kind of the real start of. I mean, you're seeing it a little bit with Marty, but they made a conscious effort at one point in time. And this is one of the things that I actually liked about Chris and Joseph because this had a lot to do with him, and he convinced Eric Van Wagner and Skip Chase to kind of go along with it of. Giving storylines to jobbers, like yeah, these guys are going to job. Hey. Let's make people. Let's make people love these guys so that they're not really jobbers anymore. They're just characters in our world on screen that, talent that we can do stuff with. You know, it doesn't which matter. makes you a jobber to the stars like WWF used to have. Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't like matter that Vinny Massaro and Famous B had shoot jobs the entire time they were in Lucha Underground. They were getting over, man. These guys, their gimmicks were getting over big time. And, and you know, and Marty the Moth, you see at the beginning of this season, he's already getting a push. And he was really just brought in to be another jobber. Um, a lot of these guys, and even repackaging guys who are jobbers, minus B-Boy, um, but repackaging them into other gimmicks. They're upping Ricky Reyes' gimmick, giving him the uh, narc thing. Um, man, we missed out on the pirate, though. Mm, I agree. Thanks for reminding me. I agree. But the the point of the story is this is something that, you know, maybe AEW should look at. Like, instead of just throwing a guy on TV and no. giving him a microphone and a bunch of stuff, like, um, build him up, do something fun with him that people actually they're doing. About, they're, they think they're doing this. They think they're doing this with QT Marshall. And they do. No. They do. And they thought, like, they were wrong, though. Like, they did it a little bit with Colt Cabana putting him in the Dark Order, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And now they can just kind of ride that a little bit and they can bring back that story whenever they want. And Colt's a guy who's put in his time and deserves to get over, but also not a guy that you need to push every week. He's and got John, his- because John Silver's the one you need to push every week. And they are, and they are, yeah. but then they should give us a little more John. And I think they've been doing okay with him and vignettes to be hey, honest. Hey, He got a TV title shot. That's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, but I, I like that they did this. Here's a guy that, you know, famous B, if you've watched the first season, uh, did nothing but lay on his back. 
He got two offensive moves, I think, the entire season and laid on his back two or three times, and that was it. So this was really awesome to see when it happened. Um, this next match, I have a question for you guys. Right. Why is Killshot versus King Cuerno so much better to me than Escobar versus Swerve? I don't know. I fast forwarded through the whole thing. I, I don't know. Really? Well, I feel I feel like I don't, I don't the amazing watch, poison well, runner, doesn't it? I don't yeah. I don't watch the matches when we do the recap. Um I just watch the vignettes. Um yeah. Yeah. I, I do the same thing a lot of times too, but this time I it like caught my eye and like I started watching it and I got into it and I was just like, Oh my yeah. god, this is so much better yeah, than what WWE well, allows them to do. We've been joined, it, we've been joined by the deacon from Waterworld. <laughs> okay. Look at oh, him. Oh yeah. Look at him. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, you have to watch this show on video. It's so good. Matt Mad Eye Moody over here. Describe it, describe it for the radio listeners. It's Meef. Uh, Meef's wearing an eye patch for the radio listeners. First of all, if you listen via audio, what the fuck is wrong with you? I just showed you all this stuff. Action figures, fucking pro wrestling tees, crates. What does this sound like on audio? You just hear, oh, this is what's in the box. Our show is surprisingly oh. good in audio format, especially on Speed and a Half. <laughs> speed, speed and a Half on our show. I talk really fast that way, though. You do look like Snake. The snake's foreskin. Yeah, I thought I thought you were I thought you were skinny. Yeah. It's going to be the, the joke throughout the third film. Yeah. So to to the to the point of the match though, I think, uh, yeah, it was agented and also that poison uh, runner. Oh. They could just do whatever Great. they wanted, and they were trying to impress. Whereas in NXT, you got to remember this this is peak cruiserweight shape uh, phantasma though. Yeah. yeah. And then also as a second point to this match. Well, not just him either. I mean, this this was the peak also, I think, of Swerve mm. trying to learn Lucha Libre. Oh, okay. Not, not of Swerve yeah. in general, but he's a little paunchy in this one. Where so. he's yeah. actually he's actually showing a lot of respect and deference to Lucha Libre specifically. And he really cared about trying to learn it and pick up stuff from the boys in the back from what everyone says, especially in the second season. And you can see it in this match and he's flowing with them. They're calling it fast and loose. And, and one of the big differences here, they pulled up short a couple times when they didn't have something set up the way they wanted. They just bailed on it and, and miffed it for a half a second and then went on to something else. That's the way you're supposed to do it in Lucha Libre. That's the way you're supposed to do it in wrestling. Uh, unbeknownst to, you know, a lot of performers these days. Yeah. Like yeah, try something if, you, but if it doesn't feel like it's happening the right way, stop! Don't do it. Right. There's also a fantastic. You might dislocate uh, a shoulder. Suicide dive in this as well. There is. Yes. Well, there's a couple good ones. There's the the flippy uh, uh, miss that Swerve did, and then the uh, arrows arrow from the depth of hell. Was, Byron, why the fuck there. does your why is your Liger figure hiling Hitler? What's wrong with you? What? Well. You see, Casey, when we're not around, and what you can't isn't. see on the wall that he's facing is a giant fucking eagle. No, <sighs> no. Also, you wouldn't know. Anyway, big I'm, fan of the Harris brothers, that lad. Big fan. You know, I have always hated them, and you can see behind me now, and in that picture, you could see in front of me, so you know that's not true. But also, the second point I wanted to make about the smash, so we could stay on topic, is that I'm reading rumors that Daga might be signed by AEW. And of course, there's the Tesla rumors too. I don't know what that. So I don't know what this is, what it means. But Daga may be in AEW soon. 
guys. Yeah, I don't know what you do with Tessa. I mean, there was pretty strong uh, rumors that she was going to WWE to the point where a lot of people inside WWE even thought she was coming in, and yet she hasn't yeah. shown up there. So I have a feeling that rumors that, uh, she was sat in a hotel waiting to. Uh, I, I think that that deal uh, that deal didn't pan out the way that people thought it was going to pan out. Do you think once they once they got Taya, they kind of lessened on? I would on think that that might have something to do with it. That's what I would do. Tessa's a tremendous talent. I mean, she absolutely is one of the best in the ring. And aside from that outside stuff, I I don't I don't disagree with that. I haven't disliked a lot of her stuff. But... You think? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I love talking about a dead show for 14 hours. Um, so so this so is what one happened? of the shortest shows ever. Still. But it feels longer, Byron. It, it feels, feels longer. longer. It, it's really hot right now. And so I what happened? After, so that, this match happened. Quino won with. Is well, this when he uses the, the. He won with the throw. Oh, he uses submission finish. No, he won with the uh, throw of the hunt, and then he was going to do his super tombstone finish. Throw the kill. Yeah. Yeah. And then Drago. No, Drago didn't. No. Phoenix came out because he's like, Phoenix run in. Yeah. There, there was some run-ins, some shit happened, and everyone yeah. said, oh, look at the storytelling. Yeah. People are running in on matches. This is a fine, dandy new way to tell he, stories. He, he won with the regular thrill of the hunt thing there, and uh, I didn't understand why this wasn't a title match for the Gift of the Gods thing, but I kind of get it when they're setting it up with the storyline, but yeah, uh, you get a little Phoenix running at the end. Then we go to the fabulous... I have, I have, I have another point to make about Drago. His sweet mask was promptly mm. bought by one of the merch marks, <coughs> uh, and like the, the guy would even wear it. I think he, I think it was Artie, I think, and but whoever it was Artie, like, Artie, yeah, would Artie would actually it. like wear it in the audience, I think, and put other. No, he had like a, he made like he made like a staff out of it. It was fucking cool. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Archie, Archie, Archie yeah, head cash. Yeah. The guy, the guy who bought all the Penna masks got a giant yeah. Pentagon tattoo and then decided, oh, he hates Penna and like covered and up this, fell out this with Pentagon huge, he tried huge, to book annoying him. tattoo. And- Dude, this is why I don't get tattoos. There's t-shirts I've only worn once. You know what I mean? To, to be fair, though, he, he, his tattoo is hilarious now. It's just some trees. Um, I haven't talked to him actually in a while. He offered me a Phantasma mask for free. He's just getting rid of... Dude, his, he, he, his merch is great. Yeah, his oh, no, but the, he got rid of it all. Oh, yeah. oh, all, really? He, he, oh, he, he had he had a big uh, falling out with Pentagon, and then like he literally just got rid of everything. He had oh, last time I seen him. I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah. I haven't talked to him for a while actually. But yeah, he literally got rid He's of. He's a really like, he nice tra- guy. Yeah, he had masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had entire outfits. He had a whole. He had a whole thing that was pretty impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But he all right. He our next match. Stuff. When did we start doing turn around review, Casey? It was a long time ago. Was I don't know. Is it? So are we we got talking about merch just since the one we're allowed to. Are we at Cage and Mundo yet? So we no, got the we're at Tejano commercial. versus Chavo versus Mr. Sidnar. They got the match. The crew versus look. Okay. Skip. So what it was. Mr. Cool. Cisco gets eliminated uh, almost immediately. Then Ricky Reyes, honestly, um, he looks a lot smoother here than he did in uh, season one. He looked it's really good. He put he was, a lot of baby oil just on the front of his body that makes you smooth. He was a, he's a good opponent for Tejano. Yeah. I actually thought that that him versus Tejano was the actual match here. 
Yeah. Um, and it was really good stuff. And it, it made Tejano look great, which was all I was concerned with because I was really digging the Tejano character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Chavo feud, I didn't think was doing much for him, but this, this worked for me. I didn't have any problem with it. He gets the, uh, pop-up power bomb pin on, um, Mr. Sis or Cortez Castro. And that worked pretty, pretty good. And then it comes down to Chavo versus Tejano. And, uh, of course, Marty Elias. Where's he at? I don't even fucking know. Cisco says like, hi, Marty. And Marty runs over to him. And all of a sudden, you next thing you know, you know, Castro's down there tying up Tejano's feet and Chavo gets the win. And I blame, I blame Marty Elias for this. But Marty, he, he knew what was going on. I think Marty's on the take. He's, on take. Yeah. he's, he's narcoleptic. He, he tends to fall asleep during matches and then he's easily distracted. Like squirrel runs by and, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's got to suck to be a ref. Marty's got to look at the booking in the back and just be like, "Fuck this, man! Why am I? Why is it always me?" <laughs> ref bump, ref bump, ref bump, ref bump, ref distraction. Why am I always the guy that never knows what's going on in my ring? <laughs> Whoa! So it comes from being the senior official of Lucha Underground. I guess that's what senior official means. Senior official means you have to take the the, the bad shit because yeah. Knox is just going to break his arm if he does it. It was a it was a good segment though for Tejano. They really are trying to retcon a lot of the middling bullshit that he was doing season one. Like, Agreed. The, the segment is like he's going to beat two guys and have a schmoz ending looking strong in the third match all in one segment. It's and that's yeah. what they should do with him. He should be one then of them. He gets a feud with famous B because so right back to middling bullshit. Um, no, but but then it's great when Hollywood. There was Miyabe a long time in like, be- between the two where Tejano had a good run. Tejano. Whatever. Okay, you told me you sold me on how he said Dehano. That was actually a pretty good famous B impression. But let's 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 get one thing straight right now. Impressions are one man's job on this podcast. Oh no, I've got one coming up. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) No, but but Byron has been watching Atlanta a lot, so obviously his famous impression is getting better. (laughs) Yeah, he practices he practices it right before he brushes his teeth every night. He was selling us. You can call that number back on your own time, Byron, and then leave all sorts of Uh, yeah on the machine for Byron. Byron Byron does more of a Willie Mac impression, actually. Uh, Oh, what's your Willie Mac? Let's hear that one, Byron. Yeah, let's hear your Willie Mac, Byron. Uh, sure, sure. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to do this. Famous right phrases um, that Willie Max says. So, how Tell us about this, Wombats, Byron. What's that promo he does? He goes like this. Wow, did you just mute yourself, ass clown? No, he, he's just pretending to mute That's himself. That's the best I could do, I think. That was okay. the best this show's ever sounded. Good good editing. I love it. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of vignettes in this episode. Um, you know, oh yeah, Ch- so Chavo lies, cheats, and steals another victory. Big surprise. Um, anyway, vignette number dos is uh, Dario telling Black Lotus the story of his mother being killed by Matantha. Um, great you see, Lotus, story. You see, Lotus, here is how it went, you see. Um, my brother, uh, when he came out, he was very big. He's got the you big see. dick. His head, was the si- his head was the size of my fucking couch. And you see, he tore his way out of my mother. Her vagina was never the same. And that's why we named him Matanza, because that means massacre in Spanish. See, and my dad, my dad never loved him. And my mom, oh, she hated him. She walked funny the rest of her life. So you see, she tried to kill me one day, but I think she was really trying to kill him because he made her flap like a windsock or a wizard's sleeve. And you see, 
because of this, we call him Matanza. But then he, he beats her to death with the bull. And the bull, you see, was much smaller than my brother's head. So what I was saying is we had to go back and we had to get the bull. Because it went all the way inside. Oh my god. And you so see, so funny. when I keep this bowl on the desk, it is a it, it is like it was born from my mother. So this bowl oh. is also my brother. I refuse to do any more on the one. I'm not doing it. I'm done. I, I, I was running but out what of what if Mat Matanza and Dario were actually Kane and the Undertaker's brother? Wow. And it was one yeah, so, which means which means that um Paul Bearer is Dario Cueto's dad. I love this whole story, and I like the fact that you can't really tell. Uh, and, and that is not the exact story from the show, by the way. But it's yeah. hold on, hold on, Justin. Oh, you see, Papa. you see, they're my, I, you think I would be mad when they killed the woman, but it was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway after Matanza was born. <laughs> it was like a toothpick in the Grand Canyon. I mean. Did, this is the only you, part of the show Byron can relate to. Did you notice that that it looked like Angela Fong was going to break during this segment a couple of times? And I couldn't tell whether she was laughing hysterically inside, kind of turned on by the story, or really just wanted to leave. I couldn't tell what exactly was going on with her, but her reactions were kind of priceless. Lotus, let me tell you the story about my mother's destroyed vagina. <laughs> Oh, they'd, God. they'd also they'd also allegedly taste like sour milk. Oh my God, I'm going to hell <laughs> just for doing this show. I'm gonna hey, you know what? You know what? The writers have approved of that joke. Uh, they have liked it on Twitter. So you know what? It's canon. It's canon. It's canon now. So we go right from this vin vignette to. Um, Oh, and by the anyway. way, that, that segment ends with it was a good day for Dario because that was the day he learned that he loved violence. It should be a little behind the scenes yeah, on that whole yeah. thing. Way, way back in season one, they found it was the, the day that I had Eric, Arby's for weeks. Eric, Eric Van Wagner told us how they found the Red Bull prop from like some... How did they find the beef? How did they find the beef in like Tijuana Or the art person found it at some yard sale in Tijuana or something, you know? And the lawyers are like, who's the artist on that? We got to sign that off before we put it on show, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just something like whoever made it, it's never going to, it's just, it doesn't matter. And so they, he got this big argument with legal and they're like, okay, you can use it, but don't make a big deal about it. Like just, just put it on the desk. Right. And so they, they've just been ramping it up ever since. Sometimes they'll start a segment with a close up on it. You know, And but now it's canon of the, <laughs> Yeah, beginning it, of the murderous Matanza. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't he murder Cholo with it also? Yeah, yeah. it's used yeah. repeatedly for actual murders. It's like the most significant item outside of the title belt in the entire show. Yeah, it's incredible. It does more damage really to people than the fucking gauntlet. Made a million off of like replicas. Oh, someone I really should. That person. I would buy one right now. Um, oh, we yeah. go into another vignette, number three, Katrina and Penta. Um, this is uh, the dawn of the cinematic match, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Pinton wants it. to teach Puma it. a lesson, and uh, after you did to Mill, what makes you think I would give you what you want? Of course, Katrina has to to chime in, but and then we get our cinematic match between Katrina versus Penta, where Katrina wins via teleportation mm -hmm. out of the arm break, which is why Casey hates it, right? Which exactly, um, yeah, way to make Pentagon look stupid 
He had so, her in the arm break, but she's got magic. I thought it was yeah, great. Okay. It was a match. He should have known she had magic, and then he should have anticipated where she was going to teleport and hold his arm out. So she walks right into it. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how they fucking beat Nightcrawler, bro. That's like, how they beat Nightcrawler. You going to tell me Pentagon never read X-Men in his life? Come I on. I mean, he's a skeleton ninja. See, skeleton this is the other thing as well that slightly annoyed me. Yes! The, the writers had never seen Mortal Kombat. Because all these people turned up for this almost like a death tournament mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, the tribe thing. It was all about the, bringing the tribes together to have a fight. Secretly mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's like no one paid attention to that Mortal Kombat element of the show where it's like, no, it's because they, they all were know dealing... they're part of the tribes. <laughs> yeah, look, look uh, Meath, it's because they stole from WMAC Masters, which was stealing from Mortal Kombat. So there was a mm. loss of translation there. Mm, lost a little something in the yeah. translation. Mm. I get it. I still liked this, and I think that this is the dawn of the modern cinematic match. I like it. Where, also, where you can do whatever you want. Here you have uh, basically a supermodel versus a skeleton ninja. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys are not real Pentagon fans, and I hated I'm it. Real and Pentagon hated fan. it too. Me hated it too. He's a real Pentagon fan. Uh, I love their fight style too. They did like some. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Fucking, fucking Sarah Miedo, fucking Venom, fucking uh, Die Spider Man. I want to eat your brains. You gonna say that a guy that wears a fucking Venom mask to the ring has never read an X Men comic book? He can't win every match, not even in the cinematic ones. Come on, man. Look, first of all, gold. That's not how fandom works, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good point. You're gonna point say you gonna say you gonna say that giving Penna a Goldberg push would have been a bad thing? Come on. Okay, you just sure. have someone. You just have someone shock. You just have Scott Hall shock his balls when you want him to lose a match. Well, there you go. Hey. So another thing about this vignette though hey, is that. <laughs> Um, the next match is Johnny Mundo versus Brian Skeleton Man. Um, this is the debut of the bedazzled uh, Johnny Mundo cross glasses, which he almost throws oh. to the audience, but gets a lot of heel heat when he doesn't. But he yeah. also he would throw them at specific <laughs> hard in a hard. crowd, and then he then the lucha people would go and take it back. I think this yeah. is how CJ De Niro got to carry Johnny's bags, though, because I think he got beamed in the eye with them once mm. and then wouldn't give them back. And then he gave them back to Mundo directly afterwards. And then he got to help them out for a while. Dude, that's yeah. what happened to fucking Bale. That's why you had to have the pirate gimmick, because <laughs> he got hit in the eye with the fucking uh, sunglasses. Um, yes. Yeah, I, this cage is way over. Oh, this was also one of the times when the Johnny Puto, the Johnny Puto chant. You clearly see a close-up single on one guy, like saying clearly, Johnny Zero, and it's like Johnny Zero, Zero, and it was like, wow, you didn't think to take that accompanying shot out when you changed the audio because that doesn't work. (laughs) But whatever, we we started calling him Johnny Gordo, and it never caught on, and we started yelling how fat he was, and like Like Johnny looks like he ate a slice of bread today you fat ass <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some gluten uh, so this match is johnny b- versus fat. cage and you know what i have to say about this match what mike mike tyson doesn't appreciate matt striker impersonating <laughs> on the air it's, it's very point. it's very offensive and you know i i feel like it's meaner than doing an interview with robin it wasn't very nice it wasn't very nice i might punch a hole through his chest See, when you were doing this impression, I also th- I thought this was you doing an impression of Cage cutting a promo. 
I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a man. I'm, I'm a thing. How about how about Cage's <laughs> comics? I love like Cage. I like thing. comic books. You know what? Cage would have won that fight because motherfucker reads Wolverine because he's a Wolverine and he would have won. Oh god damn it! Now I'm even more mad. Krista Joseph, where the fuck are yeah. you? I got some beef. There was some good stuff in this match to, to me too. I loved the Mundo double step top rope springboard flippy spinny doohickey thing that never needs a name because it never needs to be done again. But it was cool this one time. I'll and tell I, you what I loved about this match. No, what's that? The end of, the end of it. Oh my god! I liked also the cage sit out Alabama slam. Would have been a little bit yeah, cooler had it dope. happened earlier in the match when he was. I mean, he wasn't gassed. He wasn't blown up or anything. But um, I just thought if it had been kind of in the first quarter of the match, it would have been a little smoother. But it was still dope. I loved that move. Uh, and I don't know Cage that I had seen anyone insist, do it before that. If Cage didn't insist on having every opponent sandbag him so he looks stronger when he does every move, he might not have been so tired. Uh, <laughs> but he deadlifts everyone. He's fucking yoked. He's the he man. is yoked. Yeah. He's yoked, and this this was some good cage era, and a lot of the crowd. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he had he did a bunch of PWG. This was the the season yeah. in the off season where he did a bunch of PWG. So the crowd came back super hot for Cage. Like he was everybody's favorite after his PWG stuff, and you can see that the crowd <laughs> is 100 behind him for him. Super hot for him, like they are to Hano, or super hot for them, like they are fan of his work. Both, I think, is actually the case because this was this was right at the beginning of the Melissa thing, and nobody knew about it. So I think all the ladies still loved him at this oh. point in time. Yeah, but she had a pretty good five five nine. Uh, Kevin, Kevin is actually pretty funny sometimes. Uh, Master Public Kevin, yeah, and I don't mean like a laugh at him way. I mean a laugh with him way. Oh, did he tell a joke? Yeah, because uh, he he said, "Oh, I'm so glad to see people are getting their fucking Lucha Bros figures." And he didn't say the fucking. I had the fucking. Um, you do at the? Do you at the fucking? And uh, so, I, so I sent him. I sent him. I sent him a, a tech. So I responded with a gif of Stone Cold looking at his watch, which was really a bunch of wrist tape. Um, but uh, then he said, "Exactly. When you get them, you'll be stunned." Because you know he, he did the stunner. He was stunning. That's Steve, a good too. joke. Yeah, so I replied with the stone cold. Ha ha ha. That's a good joke. Yeah. I, I, well, I appreciate I, I, I all hope of you that. enjoy your figures. I, pop, I popped for that, Kevin. Wall of Fame this week. My, yeah. No, Wall of Shame, because my, my figures, because of Brexit, are not going to bother somebody coming here for another year. Yeah, I don't like uh, how you say that word, Meef. It sounds like you're racist figures. whenever you say Yeah, it's figures. Not good. Yeah, figures. you need to watch you you need figures. to stop watching. Figures. You need to watch Atlanta before you say that. Me. Action figures. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, I'll tell you who doesn't look like they ate a piece of bread ever. Oh. Taya Valkyrie mm -hmm. when she appears mm -hmm. in her Lucha Underground debut. Dude, did you hear that pop? Wow. We were there. I, we were there. I know, wow. I know. That was a Road Warriors pop for Taya. Everyone was so fucking happy to see her. And this was the day that um Melina sent the boner pills pictures of uh Mundo also. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, but there was nothing going on with them then, was there? I, I don't no, know anything no. about their it's story. Not a, it's none of my business. I'm not going to do an interview and ask. That's not my interview That's style. But we want to know about their dates and going to dinner and stuff. Uh, we need we need to get Johnny and Kaya on him. Like, what was the first time you guys had a spark? No, it was like honestly. Did you guys get together who, before you split who, up with your other partners? Um, and honestly, like at the time, 
Look, Melina had come into Lucha Underground. People thought two she hours, might be showing Byron. up. Nobody two cared. Hours. <laughs> two nobody, hours. Nobody cared then. And it was just like one day, Taya was there. And the next day, somebody was like, oh, yeah, Taya and Johnny are together. And everyone was like, okay, great. Who cares? Can they wrestle? Are they in a faction? Yeah. Is it good stuff? It was good stuff. Um, and this is kind of the start of the Taya Cage thing, which is still one of oh. my apps. Is is. Still, my favorite intergender match of all time. For it's sure. the most, oh, it's, it's, the most it's, uncomfortable. It's, it's one of my favorite matches, end of regardless. Period. Of yeah. Hey, I agree. Hey, hey, it's the most uncomfortable I've ever seen Eric Van Wagner in his life. And I, and I loved it. He was that uncomfortable was, before the Marty Pentagon match because he knew what Marty wanted to do and he was worried about that. Yeah. I wasn't there for that because that season didn't exist for me. We would like watch him Lucky you. like backstage watching the match. You know, oh, good for you. Era. You were backstage. Yeah, good for you. you no, know no, what? like there. You know the lucha. Back. I never even got. I Throwing never even got. I never but... even got so much of a handshake from anyone. But you know, because you wouldn't show up. You have to show got, up to get handshakes. I I got a high five from Pentagon. So so I got damn. a. High five. They were they booked season four for you. They booked I got, the season I got a, for you, and you had a special ticket to <sighs> Ultima Lucha oh, let's Four. Be, let's be honest. VIP, full all access to the locker room and everything, waiting for you. And they put you in the show in a match. You wanted more, and they were giving you more, but you just didn't show up for it. No, you're, it's fine. You're basically on the roster. You, they, you know they what? It's okay. It's okay because I'm really gonna be. I'm really gonna be a part of this new Lucha Underground reboot. <laughs> Seriously, um, Wait, we, we didn't say they wrote it, it well for Casey Meatloaf. We just said they wrote it for Meatloaf. Yeah, we yeah, they me, wrote it well. When, when, they, say, when they say they wrote it, when they say they wrote it for me, they put boo. They spray painted boo on yeah. a table and called it a haunted house match. I, yeah, yeah, I, I love the fact that when they, they say they wrote, wrote it, it chainsaw chainsaw Casey in mind. Can you? I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. That's an insult. An hour before the taping started that day, I remember DJ was like at his desk, just sweating bullets, going. Man, I really hope Casey's here so I could talk to him about rewrites before. Dude, that was the most uncomfortable conversation I ever had with DJ was before that episode because he really just wanted me to be Casey. And it was like, this is so uncomfortable. Why is Casey not here? Please, Casey, magically show up because all that DJ wants is his buddy. You know, it was not me. (laughs) He was looking at me like you are a bad replacement for an awesome person. They could have, they could have DM'd me and said, "Hey, man, how you doing? You all right?" No, no one did. No, he sent the DMs through me. That's what he thought. He thought me telling you was good enough, and apparently it wasn't. You don't trust me enough. No, because I think you guys just make it up. Uh, No. Oh my god, no! Every fucking time especially dj every time i would see him he'd be like man you guys got to see this thing that i'm doing today is casey here and i'm like no casey's probably not going to make it today man uh i think he's going to come next time and he'd be like oh man he's going to love this thing today i can't wait till he sees it on tv we'll tell him i said hi and ask him when he's coming next like genuine that's my genuine conversation with dj through almost all of season four he didn't give two shits about talking to me i brought okay And then yeah. as it went on, it got worse. Is it? Do you think that basically Casey not showing up is the reason DJ? Yes, yes. yes. You know, you know why me? You, because they said fault. they said fuck Casey. Let's put Australian suicide over Pentagon now. <laughs> oh man, that's instead of Esther, that oh. would happen. Oh, you know what? I, I do have one problem with this uh, Mundo and Cage match, um, and, and it's a big problem. It's a problem I've always had with Lucha Underground. Can we please stop hitting Cage in the head with things that look so fucking gimmick? Yeah. 
Oh my god. The okay, rubber it's, it's ass still... lead pipe was the worst. Hey, at least it didn't fly in the audience this time. You know, at least I mean? it didn't bend like a rubber wrench. Okay, it was slightly was better than a that. toothpaste cinder block, but still. God, I I still <laughs> hate that fan that got hit in the head and didn't sell it. I would have acted like I was dead. Yeah. What did just, just for any some of money? You, just for some any, money. I would have played it. I'd be like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've been in there like trying to make it look we like were, it was hard way. After we saw that one fan, some fucking compensation. After we saw that one fan, no, Phil, we're all like coming up with theories like, what if I get in a way more worked is maybe he could punch me in the head. I'll get some color. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess oh, what? Well, I, I, uh, I literally say to any wrestler, if they ever, and this goes out again, if you come to the UK, just tell me before you can punch me from first or front row. I will let you. Just tell me to get in your face or something. Punch me. I'll, I'll just lay in a chair. I'll punch you right now. You can, like, uh, is that the secret to this point. show? Is that what we've been I'm missing all this time? Right now, punch you in the face. Hey, vignette number four, the <laughs> final vignette of this show. Cuerno oh, says that God. Phoenix just won't die, and he's tired of carrying this target around, so he wants to cash in. Yes, we're going to get a title match, but no. Katrina says, too bad. You have to defend the uh, Gotga title next you week have against to Phoenix. Aggravate. You have to match. aggravate your back in a ladder match. Yeah. Aggravate yeah. your back. We, we had a no. conversation this week where no. he asked me how does not want to defend matches. against you. So you have to go at a ladder match. So what did what did he say to you, Meef? Well, he asked me about his, um, it, he's, if he had any more ladder matches in Lucha Underground. I was like, no, just the one where your back went, kaboom. <laughs> Dude, it was like just the one where it exploded, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm watching it right now." I was like, "I wouldn't." There's a there's a funny fucking story about that match that and I on. would like to tell next time. Yeah, all right, no, no, well, let's tell it now. Look, you'll have to come back next week. Thanks to everybody who watched our amazing interview with Vampiro. Um, Unless you're Australian, huge success, and thank you guys for for taking part in that. No, I love Australia. It's my home away from home. Uh, Paul Paul Hogan, also almost as good as Yahoo Serious. But let me tell you, Young Einstein, goddamn cinematic masterpiece. And thank you guys for getting all the way to the end of this cinematic masterpiece. I'm going to try to get to the bottom of Lucha Underground. I guess there's some big things coming up in wrestling, like Wrestle Slant, whatever that thing. 17 days of WrestleMania on Peacock. Don't forget to switch your mania. The mega powers explode. Don't forget to switch your subscriptions over because the network is officially dead. Your contract will be terminated. These boneheads. Do you like peacocks? Ah, ah, Because I can pee out of this cock for you, pal. Ah. WWE still the network in the UK. It's a you huge part by the way. When, is when the Peacock WWE library. Mel Phillips like the fuck feet. You they like save the so much firing. money on bandwidth because they're going to cut out two thirds of He's the whole gonna puke. You, uh, Hey, Byron, you like fucking feet? The whole thing is he a botch. Like the whole the Peacock switchover is a botch. They couldn't figure out how to just switch accounts. So everyone oh, has to resubscribe. So they're going to lose. They're going to lose hundreds of thousands oh, yeah. of the subscribers. The payback video quality was fucking disgusting. Too. They it looked can't like get shit. the video up the right way. They can't get the whole library up the right way. They're scrambling for it. It's really hey. hard to find on the service. Um, the whole Peacock thing is kind of a botch. But if you want to watch WrestleMania, they're still going to hey, get you. But if you want to watch the new adventures of He-Man, the one where he was He-Man in space that failed miserably, um, that's on there. 
Um, also, there is a code. All of Airwolf. All of Airwolf. There is a code to get a cheaper price if you were a WWE subscriber. So make sure you get your code from your email before you sign up for Peacock if you're planning oh, on doing it. Thanks for telling it's me, Justin. So you can get it cheaper. Um, make sure you look up your code. And uh, hey, I guess hey, no. enjoy WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know. You, if know, I will. you know what we call it? We call it the cock around the office. You know, hey, hey uh, I just got a billion dollars from the cock. I thought it was yeah. the rainbow cock, but oh, that's no, not, no, that's no. not how it's Vince rolls. Oh, no, no. Well, Meep's no, going to go make a wallet. Casey's going to go be pissed that he even had a show in the first my meat place. Wallet. And oh Byron is you just going to complain about something. So until next time, stay calm and stay in the mix.